decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Oh my God! Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the Colin Show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Whenever I open the sounders accidentally, as I do sometimes when we're doing the show, Bernie sneaks in there. Oh, really? there There are a couple Bernies playing in the intro, but you know, whatever. Uh, Hey, we're trying out a new format tonight, as we discussed last week. So the way I'm going to do this, as I mentioned, uh, the roll call is open 10 minutes before we go live. We got a bunch of people in the roll call. So what I'm going to do is every time we go live, or at least as long as we're trying out this format, we'll take who's in the roll call and we will randomize them as we're doing right now. Wish I had a sound effect for that. I need a, I don't know, like some Jeopardy music or something. And then I'm going to post the uh, the randomized list, which isn't perfectly clean for those of you guys in there. It's got some of the roll call noise in there. But you can see now, as if you're in the roll call, I have posted the randomized list so you can gauge where you are in that order. Uh, if that impacts you know, your decision to do what you got to do or hang out for a minute. I want to I randomize, as we talked about, to, um, to, to give people a broader window to get their name in so it's not just a game of who mashes the button at the exact right right second uh and then to mix some new voices in but i think the fair trade-off after we've randomized is to post that list so that people can see so you're not sitting here for 90 minutes wondering am i up next or not oh i i hope that that's somewhat of a fair compromise in that system so we'll try it out and as i've mentioned uh i'm none of this is set in stone as far as i'm concerned we're going to figure out if this format works and if it doesn't, we can try something else. I'm open to uh, experimentation when it comes to the call-in show. So, uh, and of course, uh, we'll probably hear some opinions about it tonight. Anyway, if you're new to the show, that's a whole bunch of, uh, of nonsense that might be confusing. But if you are new to the show and you want to participate, there's a link to the Discord server uh, in the YouTube description. Hop in the Discord server. Put your name in the roll call next week <laughs> 10 minutes before live and we'll we'll get you in the mix to get you uh, to call in but if you oh so we're still doing this 10 minutes before live then. my thinking is yeah on-air production great listening material but uh my thinking is we'll do that 10 minute window that gives people 10 minutes to get their name into the mix and then we'll just go from there uh so uh and i, I can't randomize throughout the show so if you show up 15 minutes after we're live probably can't get you in at that point, which we wouldn't under the old system anyway. Uh, anyway, if you're, if you're new to the show, find that link, hop in the server. If you are having trouble getting into the show and you want to participate uh, or you want to participate but you can't do it live, send us an email. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line. We'll respond to those at the end of the show. And, of course, we'll check in with Super Chat and Streamlabs and DLive every half hour. But let's uh, let's get right to it. So on my list here, first up is Raging Asian. See what he has to say. Raging Asian, you're good to go. Whoops. Mr. Asian, you there? This is already going swimmingly. Oh, hello. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, so uh, I saw this Facebook post recently, and um, 
it was your basic leftist thing. And I honestly thought this kind of incident could have brought all of us together. And a lot of commentators have been saying um, But I saw this post and it was just insane. Uh, this person was saying, if you haven't been radicalized in college, if you are privy to right-wing infographics on Facebook, and you are not learning every, you are not learning things daily on Twitter, and it just blew my mind that people, these people are just sheep, honestly. And well, yeah, I've been very disappointed to. It's not that I'm disappointed that people have their opinions. I don't care. I'm disappointed that people are trying to shove these opinions in my face coming from organizations that have nothing to do with this issue. I'll give mm -hmm. a couple of examples. Like my alma mater sent me an unsolicited email, actually two in the last two days, to mm -hmm. lecture politically and virtue signal about George Floyd. And what? I told them to remove me from the list. And it's unfortunate because I no longer want to support my alma mater if they're going to politically lecture me unsolicited. Another example, as I'm sure you guys have all seen, just kind of in my world, they delayed. So in the video game world, the Call of Duty mm -hmm. uh, update was scheduled to come out like today or yesterday. And they delayed that saying now is not the time for video games because of George Floyd. It's time to talk about uh, Black Lives Matter or whatever. And you're seeing uh. this, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's anything, whether it's Coca freaking Cola. Yeah. You see that, that meme circulating. We at Brand want to inform you that we... We stand for Black Lives Matter, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But yeah, man, it's, uh, it's nutty right now. Yeah, I buy from Best Buy a lot, and I haven't seen anything come from them, though. So I think they're one of the hmm. good guys, I guess. My favorite is the virtue signaling companies like REI and Nordstrom that have been oh. looted. It's like you guys are virtue signaling on Facebook while your stores have been have ravaged. Been looted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, last thing, uh, Matt, I saw your video today. Um, definitely want to spread the news. Uh, watch Tony Timpa. Tony Timpa? Yes. Yeah, were you aware of that prior? I was aware of it a couple of days ago before I saw you. The that. reason I found out about it is because a lot of people were commenting in the Rush, the video of Rush on the Breakfast Club. So I knew I had to check it out. Uh, it, it was new to me. I've, I've not heard of this. So, Blonde, to clue you in, there's a case of a white guy in Dallas in 2016 who was having some sort of mental health episode. He was off his meds or he, he may have been schizophrenic there was some sort of mental health episode but anyway police pinned him in a way very similar to george floyd kneeling on top of him he's saying you're gonna kill me please let me go please let me go he dies in a way very similar to george floyd the additional detail is the cops were making fun of him while he died oh, they're saying like come on come on tony you gotta get up for school come on tony we made scrambled eggs your favorite breakfast wake up and that's not and, even it. The officers at the end, they weren't convicted or anything. Same result as yes, exactly. we would have seen. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And you, you never heard a peep about it because he's white. Yep. Exactly. As simple as that. All right. Thank you thanks, guys for taking my call. Thanks, man. Thanks. Oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty unreal case that I had, you know, to the point Rush Limbaugh was making, I had never heard of until... Uh, some people were commenting, and I looked it up. Uh, good, Branson. You there? Yes. Uh, good evening. Am I pronouncing uh, that correctly? I, I never know, so I don't want to get it yes, wrong. Yes. Okay. Yes. Pronounced correctly. What's on uh, your mind? 
I wanted to talk about sticks and Thomas Sowell, and then at the end, I had a quick question for Blonde. Sure. So what I want to talk about with Sticks and Thomas Sowell is about a year ago, Sticks, Hex, and Hammer had made a video in regards to Zoomers and their LGBT acceptance rates and how it's much lower than millennials. And hmm. the, video, the video that he made, it talks about, well, the Zoomers, when they grew up, they, they were in the era where uh, LGBT, they had, you know, gay marriage had already been approved. There wasn't any sort of, you know, random beatings of gay people and so forth and whatnot. And so when when you see the gay pride braves now, I think his exact wording is like the, the Zoomers, they're seeing people walking around with like dildos stuck to their foreheads. And so they're <laughs> they're they're not exactly thrilled about that. And they, they don't really see what kind of the previous generations have saw, uh, you know, saw. And so we're. Thomas Sowell comes into this is when you look at the 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 riots that we're seeing now I imagine a lot of the zoomers there's a lot of zoomers watching your show that probably aren't you know they didn't grow up in the areas prior where you have like the uh Rodney King riots and yeah. so forth <laughs> yeah and so well they'll I, remember I, this yes sure. and so what, what I wanted to bring up is is don't allow the the riots to to tarnish your your views and and look to people like thomas Sowell because for every rioter there yeah. are there's a thomas Sowell, and is i mean there, i don't know well, I, I don't know if the, i don't, I don't know. know about thomas soul is a, a, I, I, well, I'd he's say a special we're working guy. with like bell, a curve, to one bell curve aside you know it's i mean Thomas Sowell is probably a one in a thousand, but you kind of get my drift. The, the point that you're making that I that I stand with, of course, is that I am not going to assume anything about an individual I encounter based on group statistics. I'm not going to make an individual judgment of a person. That said, um, when you're talking about aggregate behavior or aggregate information, that's not necessarily wrong either. I just, but, but yeah, I don't want to mistreat the individual person and I, and I will stand by that. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of an individual shout out to Thomas soul. Cause if you haven't seen his stuff on YouTube, I suggest you watch it before YouTube cleanses it. Cause that is <laughs> good, good watching. He is a great listen or a great read either. Uh, mm -hmm. he's a very smart dude. Very good books. Uh, and then my quick question to blonde, uh, my wife and I are going to be trying soon. So my question to you is kind of being able to look out back on your experiences now, what would you recommend like for husbands to do for their wives early on? In pregnancy or in trying? Pregnancy or trying both either? Um, well, it depends. Okay. I mean, the beginning, it, it depends on how long it takes you to get pregnant. <laughs> I'm quite don't, confident in myself. <laughs> don't just don't turn sex into a chore because it has to be done on certain days. So it really takes the spontaneity mm -hmm. out of it. So if you guys can keep your sex life uh, spontaneous, then that's really ideal. And hopefully she'll get pregnant quickly in early pregnancy. Um, like I'm pretty miserable now. I'm 37 weeks. Uh, but early pregnancy was way worse because I was just barfing all the time. And something that would piss me off about my husband is like, I'd, one time I puked in the kitchen sink because I just couldn't make it anywhere else. And he, I, he was like visibly horrified. <laughs> and I was so mad at him. I'm like, listen, you're just going to have to like grow accustomed to my random bodily functions because I can't control what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, so just like try to be understanding that 
She's doing this okay. for both of you. Doing it for both of you. Crack a beer and tell her to get in line. Get in line. <laughs> and yeah. if she doesn't get pregnant soon enough, have her beheaded and move on. That's what I would do. Uh, that's what I already Henry told her. I already told her if she wouldn't give me a son, I had Henry the Eighth. This. Right. You do know that sex election is male yes, determined. Yes, she, we've already had that. Yeah, allegedly, that's what it, they want. <laughs> it is. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. Well, right. have fun. Y- right. Yeah. Good luck, man. All right. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Yep. Okay. Tails is up next. I can find tails. Uh, hey, Tails, if you're there, hop in one of the waiting rooms. I am missing you, so I'll have to try and circle back. After that, uh, Ovid is up next. And I'm not seeing Ovid either, so make sure you guys are hopping in the <laughs> waiting room if you're... Oh, there we go. There's Ovid. Shouldn't the wife puke in the kitchen anyways? It's Otherwise, it means she's, less, she's left the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, hey, sorry. I gotta meet you. Uh, no uh, problem. Hey, how's it going? Doing all right. What's up with you? Um, I'm good. You know, actually, one of my biggest concerns about the whole random thing was the order. So I'm glad that you did the the listing. I think that makes everything. Yeah, I I do, I do think randomization will have some upsides, but I I certainly understand that if you're sitting around for a while not knowing what the order is, that could be pretty frustrating. Yeah. So definitely, I hope this will so, reduce that frustration. So I actually wanted to call in about um, since the show's been really meta lately. I kind of wanted to talk about that. Do you guys watch other streams? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like listening to, uh, quite frankly, stream. I like listening to uh, Sargon streams. Uh, those are probably my regular long forms. I guess if Ruben's show counts as long form. And certainly I'll listen to Joe Rogan's show, guest dependent. Um, okay. I, but, I need to get, get into it, quite frankly. But what about you, Blonde? Nope. Yeah, because really what I wanted to say is you guys are always talking shit on your streams. Like, <laughs> you go watch a, a non-normal stream. Like, go, like, I I love Count Dankula. Like, go mm-hmm. watch his stream with the quartering. I find it completely unwatchable. Or like Why? One of the Why? I like the quartering. And uh, you, you guys, you have, such a, you have such a nice thing going. There's nothing popping up on the screen. It's just like the oh, two of you can see your face. You know, you have you, you're back and forth, back and forth without like big spot pauses. And then you go, oh, well, let's take a break. And I'm going to go take a shit and read Super Chats. And, and you know, <laughs> it's ta- like we do take you, pee breaks you, and we do read Super Chat for too long. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know, I, I think you guys do it a lot better than, than other. Well, well thank that, you. We take a lot like, better shits, I guess. It's like, well, it's like these guys will, in other streams, I'm not talking specifically about Tankula, but other YouTube streams that I, I pop in on, you know, they'll be like, oh, what'd you have for breakfast? It's like, And then they spend like 10 minutes talking about like what they had for breakfast. And it's like, I don't care about any of this shit. You guys, I like it because I sit down, you have the same formula every week, right? Especially with the Sunday show, show you know, you're going to have the intro, you're going to go through the stories, you're going to have the hoax hate. Uh, and then usually the, yeah. the wrap up, even with the call in show, you have the, the calls and then you have the emails at the end. And I think that works really well. Seriously. Oh, and Rob, you have, well, you have in the chat, I am not simping. Um, <laughs> Bond's, Bond's gonna... bun looks atrocious. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I was laughing before we went live because just the, it, it almost it looks like look she's like naked. naked. Yeah. Uh, but listen, like nothing fits me right now. Everybody's just gonna have to chill out, and it's really hot gotta, in my house. You got to tune in live on Wednesday to see the video, I guess. Um, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt that. Did you have thoughts on that, blonde? Because I definitely do. 
Um, I, I mean, I guess, okay, so I, the only thing that I watched recently, the only stream I've watched recently, I watched a Ralph Retort stream on D Oh, yeah, he's, he's doing good work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I did notice that there's like a bunch of stuff on the screen. But but I'm I'm totally apathetic about other people's streams because I'm trying to like do a news block out before labor. Mm. So yeah. I yeah, yeah, I mean, I just philosophically speaking, I think that you have to deliver a product that an audience expects. And a lot of that is uh, like a certain format or a certain style. The downside of that is you can become too predictable or too repetitive and, and that can get boring if not managed correctly uh but i but i to what you're talking about Ovid, i i uh i share that as a member of an audience too like i like to know mm. what i'm gonna get when i'm gonna get it that's kind of my philosophy yeah even the best stream yeah. it's like if you do it at random times and i don't know when it's there or i don't know what it's going to be about if i happen to see it that's great but i might not if it's not part of a structure and know? then we're getting shadow banned yeah. too so like the consistency has been really important for us to get still get yeah, views. That's true too, because people need know they can find it at a certain time. Cause Susan, some weeks it's fine, some weeks she buries it. I never know. Bitch. Well, hopefully you guys can get on a, a different platform other than YouTube eventually. Yeah. No, I really hope I really hope a good alternative comes around. Hopefully Spotify I mean, if Spotify, if this whole thing works out, I, I'm not gonna hold my breath. You know, Maybe. it could be shit, but you know, it could be something good. Well, anyway, anyway, I just wanted to come in for a little positivity with you guys. I, hey, I appreciate it. Stuff. Thanks a lot, man. And I hope uh, you're doing all right through all the, uh, well, I remember coronavirus. That's how long ago it was. But your job situation good, all that? Yeah, yeah it's actually good. I got a raise, and we are Sweet. actually like crazy swamped. We are full of work right now. Good. I don't know how that, ha how that happened. If all economic crashes are uh, this good, I think, uh, I think I'll be in good shape. <laughs> There's probably a lot of, yeah, work that got backed up, I assume. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Uh, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Hey, have a good one, you guys. You as well. Okay. Uh, after that, we got uh, Orwell's Ghost. Let's see if I can find Orwell. Here we go. I do notice um, it looks like we got more people maybe hanging out in the waiting rooms now. So this is one thing I was hoping for is maybe some increased participation. I know that you know it, the randomization might not mean you get in this week, but I'm hoping that increased probability of getting in without playing the sweaty game means that uh, that people will will be interested in attempting to get in more often. We'll see how this goes. Oh, so. yeah, that hadn't occurred to me. Again, feedback welcome. I, I, normally, I say, don't you dare tell me how to run my show. But because this is experimental, feedback welcome, of course. Feedback always welcome. I just might rip on you if you try it unsolicited <laughs> feedback always welcome that's that's it's not necessarily true but no that's that's literally never true unless you ask for it <laughs> sorry uh orwell you there man yeah yeah uh feedback warranted you guys are doing fine by uh by my account so fine is the standard we try to reach on this show hey fine's good enough fine is better yeah. than what half of people yeah well i that's that's it's it's better than I'm doing. Well, it's better than I'm doing in, in kind of like the the way I'm trying to handle these things. But uh, no, I was um, I was I was gonna say two things real quick. Number one, I'm loving the roof Korean memes. They're great. And are they, they are real? The most... Are these because I see the new the new age roof Koreans? Are they like uh, I, I photo ops in homage I, to I, the past or? No clue, no clue. But I just know that okay. I I said this in, in on on my face on like on my Facebook 
page the other day. These guys are the most American Americans America has ever had. So, <laughs> so that's 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 the first thing. The second thing was is I thought it was hilarious how in Lafayette Square uh, the other night they defaced the um, uh, they defaced the statue of the of the uh, Polish general uh, oh. who who was an abolitionist. Which was I thought was really hilarious, but they but they completely okay. fa- they completely failed to deface what? the statue of my hero Andrew Jackson. Old Hickory statue remains untouched. Wow. So, yeah, well, I I can't imagine they're consulting the history books prior to their yeah, vandalism. It's probably random chance more than anything else. Yeah. Well, the, well, I mean, it's right at the center of the park, and I think the I think the issue there is there's a spiked fence around it. I like to think that it's you know kind of the spirit of his horse whip threatening to destroy <laughs> them, but. But yeah, uh, sure. No, I was I, I my I was thinking about why I was so upset about them defacing the Lincoln Memorial and hmm. uh, what did the they World actually War- do? I haven't looked closely. Are we just talking graffiti or was there? Yeah, they, not that yeah, that's they, not significant damage, but that is repairable. When did well, this so, happen? Oh yeah, that yeah that happened. They, no, when they, did this they, happen? Was this yesterday? I think that it was, was Monday. Sunday, that was on Sunday night or Sunday um, night. Yeah, maybe yeah, I shouldn't yeah, have taken so, a news break. Oh, yeah, and we're yeah and and and. Um, I'm not allowed to go up to DC, uh, because, you know, because of the, the kind of the riots that are going on up there. But the, but Mm. the, the issue, the issue that I had was, so they spray painted, I think something that was like, you know, uh, y'all ain't tired yet on the Lincoln Memorial. And then they, they spray painted on the world war two Memorial do black vets count. And my issue with that is (laughs) I looked at that and I was like, um, yes, they do. Um, (laughs) You know, and I didn't know why I was so angry for the longest time about that. And it took me a while to really kind of articulate. And then I realized what it was mm-hmm. that those those memorials. You know, because my friends were online, they were saying, oh, men died for these freedoms. I was like, yeah, I know. I, you know, I did the same thing whatever. And they were like, oh, they, you know, they fought for them. And they, I was like, I don't I realized that's not what the issue was. The issue was. Those those statues and those monuments. Not only are they like the, they're the collective cultural memories of our nation, and they are the artistic expressions of our history. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it, the way you frame that. It's not making it's, them to be gods or anything. It's, that's, it's no, yeah. no, no. And and that's and it's not just that. It's it's that and that. It wasn't even that. I realized what it was. Those what those statues and those memorials represent is the connective tissue that binds all americans that sure. rich and rich and poor left and right everybody looks at those memorials and has some kind of some kind of emotion right it, whether it's negative or positive but most of them have some kind of an overlapping magisteria about them yeah and 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 what drove me crazy about it is people were saying well nobody really cared until we spray on them i was like Nobody really cared until people spray painted on them. Two things. First of all, that's not true. People did care about them. But the second thing is, you think the people in the suburbs and the country who were looking at that happening, who were already looking at you kind of with pity and with this sense of, I feel sorry for those people. This is terrible. Do you think after you did that to things, to these, these again, these symbols that, that mean something, to all Americans, do you think that they looked at you with any kind of sympathetic eye? 
I think yeah. the answer is probably no. And I just, I, I want to say this very clearly. And I have to kind of echo Dan Bongino because my brother and I talked about this for about two hours the other night. These agitators and these people who are encouraging them to go into the suburbs and go into, the, go into agraria, you are, you are encouraging these people to commit suicide is practic is, is what you're practically doing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Good luck if you want to try it. Yeah. So yeah. that's anyhow, that's, that was, I'm not, I'm not concerned about, about the, the integrity of our, of our society. And I'm not concerned about any of that. Our, our, our country's pretty, our country's very strong. None of this is unprecedented. The, the, the national guard has been deployed many, many times and for for various different reasons and the insurrection act hasn't been hasn't even been implemented yet so hmm. um we're safe, right. but i, I I've, I've gone over my time but i sure. just wanted to kind of get that out there so um well, uh, real thanks. quick yeah real quick blonde uh when are you due um three weeks um if 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 i don't get a chance to do it good luck and i hope everything uh, goes well with you and uh Ooh. yeah well, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll talk next week. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Bye. Have a good night. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, rational reasoning is up next. Oh, man. The more people that are hanging out, the more difficult it gets to move people, though. So bear with me, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, rational reasoning. You're good to go if you're ready. Let them hang out for a second. Um, Marine Echo, our old friend Bill is up after that. Good to hear from Bill. Bill, you there? We'll give him a second too. All right. Uh, Humdrum Superior is up after that. Hey. Oh, there we go. You there? I didn't hear you uh, call me in there, bud. How you guys oh, no doing? Problem. We're doing well. It's good to hear from you. What's going on? Not much, man. Um, well, I mean, obviously, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's going on with you? I yeah. My wife and I are just home, and you know, I got the AR ready just in case. You know. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Yeah, are you guys? Um, well, I, I, I can't remember. Is it okay if I share the state that you live in, or would you prefer that I not? Have you I have know, you I moved, or are you are you in this spot that you were before? I'm in the um, eastern Panhandle, of West Virginia. So okay. I'm, so oh, okay. You, you guys are still there. Oh, you guys yeah, are probably golden out there. I would think so. I would hope so. We're, we're doing pretty well. I don't think people around here are, <laughs> you know, going crazy or anything. But never know. I do want to comment on the um, uh, well, one, one Matt, you did a great video today. But I, I wanted to oh, comment thanks. on the kneeling um, and restraining of these um, people with law enforcement. Oh yeah, sure. To work corrections and I've done private security and stuff. Yeah. And I used to be in a hospital. I don't understand why they're not putting these people in recovery positions and holding them down, what, putting them on the side. And another thing, maybe something we should be talking about is, is um, should cops have like EMTs with them? Should they have a medic with them, much like corpsmen in, in the military? Huh. Um, that might help, you know, if there's a shooting or anything, any incident to be physical force and then they could get medical treatment right away do police officers not receive like a, a basic medical type treatment i don't know they do they do they're first responders yeah um, i've been uh, as lifeguard certified when i was like 16 or 17. yeah military and corrections and all that stuff so i've been a first responder my whole life and you 
Look, I've respond. I've had instances with heart attacks in, in the jail. Obviously, seizures, strokes. Um, found a guy hanging once. We immediately. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was right before I left. A few months before I left, but and then at the hospital, even like I mean, we had a gunshot. Um, a woman who had a gunshot to the face, and whoa, I, yeah, she was conscious the whole time though, and good spirits. Oh my god. And yeah, I actually the second week I worked there, we had an incident where they brought a guy in for mental health, and he. There was a, a reserve deputy. We have that here in, in West Virginia. And uh, he was trying to grab this guy's gun and he was escorting him on his gun side. It totally hmm. retarded. Coughed in the front. So we had to wrestle around and tase that guy. But my only point is yeah, sometimes you have to use force for good reason. Yeah. It's different. It, like, it, it, in my experience, there's always medical help nearby. If you're out on the street as a law enforcement officer, wouldn't it make sense to have that of just seeing them out there all alone? There's some areas now where a lot of EMTs are wearing body armor or even armed because of you know the roughness of the neighborhoods. Yeah. Why wouldn't we just train have uh, detachments of EMTs, police, have them trained uh, in you know police defensive tactics? Treat them like a corpsman or something in the military where they're just trying to get medical aid. Yeah, I, I don't I'm, I'm not well versed enough in how these sorts of uh, and just how law enforcement operation works to know the answer to that and who has what medical capabilities or not. But I do think that this whole case was extremely mysterious in terms of. I mean, obviously, the medical emergency of George Floyd was sufficient enough to have an ambulance called. If that medical emergency was observed, why was why was Chauvin not removed or moving himself off of George Floyd? One of the great <sighs> mysteries of the case. I can tell I you know. I did read. He, oh, I'm sorry. I, I did read that this was part of the Minnesota procedural manual. Some people have sent me some segments of either Minneapolis Police Department uh, manual or Minnesota State. I forget, but it, it does appear there might be some legitimacy to it. I, but I, I clearly, I, I, I can't classify as this as anything except for excessive force, it, obviously. Yeah, just in the layman's sense, sure, yeah. But then oh, I'm oh, like, oh. is he living in the Virgin Islands right now? <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> he's on Epstein's <laughs> island, man. He's alive and well. He's, he's doing I mean, great. I actually feel bad getting so conspiratorial with this, yeah. but I'm like, the timing, it, 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 it's yeah. like everybody's forgotten about coronavirus. Yeah, very convenient. They found, I think they found the case because of the election. I'm not going to get under a conspiratorial. Yeah, side. yeah. We, we got to let you go, but uh, last word if you want it. I was about to say, it, if, I'm also a certified martial arts instructor, and I can tell you right now that you have your hips up over top of your knee. You have your full body weight on somebody. Yeah. Plus, you had two other guys holding them down. So that makes it very hard to breathe. I think that the drugs had something to do with it as well. He probably did have pre existing conditions. Either mm-hmm. way, it's not a responsible use of force. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, thanks for the intel, and uh, and I hope you guys uh, are doing well and you uh, survive all this chaos. Man, we're doing well. Um, Cool. Hope you're doing well too. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, we are due for a break. Uh, I did have. uh, (laughs) We're good over on D Live. Thanks for tuning in over there, guys. Had a couple over on uh, on Streamlabs. One of them is I. I can't. Uh, The first one over on Streamlabs is from. 
But it is so funny. It is an adaptation of the George of the Jungle song, but it's about George Floyd. I I can't. I can't. I can't. But... but I, you should I, go there and read it, everybody. It's really I don't think it, I don't think it's publicly viewable. <laughs> oh, I'm not no. sure. That, I'm not sure that you can. Oh. Uh, let me say this: instead of "Watch out for that tree," it says "Watch out for that knee." <laughs> I mean, this disavow, <laughs> disavow, repeal oh. the nineteenth. Uh, moving on to, you know, tamer topics. Repeal the nineteenth says, Spotify's SJW virtue signaling. My Spotify desktop app with a black. Music matters recommendations. F these cucks. I um I personally use uh, Apple Music on my phone. You know the like ten ten dollar a month subscription thing. And yeah, I I put on my phone yesterday to try to navigate to a playlist or something to listen to, and that's the same crap that it had on there. And it's like, bitch, I pay you ten bucks a month so that you can recommend music to me, yeah. not so that you can give me a political lecture. Yeah. It's it's yesterday was insufferable. Did you see? I don't know if it was today. But Kanye, uh, it was a YouTube channel or somewhere. Kanye put up blank white images. I thought, wow, good for that. That's edgy these days, a blank white image for Kanye. I do love Kanye. Uh, Gannon says... Motherfucking lyrical genius, that guy. (laughs) Gannon says, uh, B-A-T-B VB. Uh, What's VB? I don't know. You can can get it... uh, You can get it reading the chat. You can get it... Wearing a Minnesota Twins hat, you can get it telling Susan you disavow. Matter of fact, you can get it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a cold beer, and a cold beer is uh, is uh, Victoria Bitter. That's what it is. Someone sent me the ad. It is an Australian beer, and it was an ad from the 80s that had that, like... I don't know. You know how the Bud Light ads used to be? Like, you're a man drinking beer, banging chicks, that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Stuff you'd never see these days. No. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, so now I know the reference. Mike DeWine's shit-eating grin says, uh, you hack frauds missed my chat from Sunday, but I forgot. Uh, but I forgot you. Or I forgive you, sorry. Seeing how blonde has, has went topless. I'm sorry about missing the chat. Uh, yeah, bonus show, I guess. Phil says, um, uh, what timeline is this? Conservative churches are posting black squares on their FB, on their Facebook pages, and Charlie Kirk is breaking down crime stats by race. Man, we live in interesting times indeed. Not to mention that, like, you could have got cited and or arrested for going to church a few weeks ago, but now you can join a mob and loot businesses and pretty high likelihood of getting away with it. Well, I mean, that's good news about Charlie Kirk, you know, it's, but, you know, now talk about Israel. Well, you need to join the Groiper, uh, the Groiper crew in the in the in the uh, audience to ask those questions. I guess Charlie Kirk is worthless, though. I just haven't followed. I'm not. I'm not on the Charlie Kirk hate bandwagon. I just haven't followed. Why? And he I just, sucks so much. And I just sit back and I enjoy the memes where his head is really big and his face is really small. That's it. I <laughs> I can't. I don't know anything about Charlie Kirk. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Eric Burns Marsh says, uh, public service announcement, we need a single guy to sweep Taylor Swift off her feet and put her in a family way. We can trace her becoming mean back to uh, back to December. She turned 22 plus 8 and got Blonde's disease. She needs a man so she can shake it off. Yeah, did you, you see her tweeting about how, uh, God, what did she say? Something, I responded to the tweet. It was something like, it was something in favor of the rioters. I can't. Yeah, and then what. it had like four hundred thousand retweets. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, that's true, but she's been with the same guy who looks like Hitler Youth, by the way, um, yeah. for three years now. I don't. Have you seen her video for Lover? 
The last one I watched was I'm a, like something about being a man or I'm the man. Oh, it's that terrible. Stupid one. Yeah. Her video for lover is so stupid. Okay. If you look at her history of boyfriends, every person she's ever dated looks like Hitler youth. Her love interest <laughs> in this music video lover is a gay black man. And at the end she has a mixed race child. What? Yeah. I don't get it. All right. It's just virtue signaling. It's like, you don't fuck guys like that. Like that's not, that's not what your, what your jam is. Taylor Swift, yeah. but it is true. She's probably freaking out about not having a kid. She's been with the same dude for three years. Just have a baby T Swift. Have a baby. Are you good? We're good. Yeah, we're good over on uh, Streamlabs. This is from Nate blonde. You look positively radiant tonight. Thank you. Thanks to you both for your Sandy safe space. Thank you so much. I haven't washed my hair in three days and I've gained 35 pounds because of the giant baby inside. Of me. <laughs> By the way, I had an ultrasound today to make sure that the baby was in the proper position for birth because I am right there and you can see baby hair on the ultrasound. And no, she that's, has... uh, that's just that's hair on a clump of cells. That's <laughs> I that know, is. right? Yeah, it's long and it's curly. Oh, cool. What do you I mean know. long? Like how long can it grow? Really? It's, it's probably about an, an inch long. I guess a lot of babies are born with hair though, right? Like that's, I, I haven't watched many births, so I guess, you know, they might have a lot of hair. And she'll definitely be blonde because I too have married Hitler youth. <laughs> Appropriately um, so. Daniel Gonzalez, yeah. do a version of hashtag blackout Tuesday by letting blacks take over your show and talk about their opinions. I was thinking about how could I make a, a gag of this for Sunday. I don't really have a, it might be a dead meme by Sunday, but yeah. some sort of blackout joke or gag I thought would be fun. I, I haven't really put a lot of thought to it though. Holden Mulray, uh, Matt, uh, my wife likes your taste in plaid or check shirts. You should start your own line. <laughs> I've got a mixed selection. Um, actually, a good amount of the ones I've bought most recently are from Target. They, I got them before they were looted. And then uh, a lot of my older ones are Vans. I've, I've accumulated a lot of Vans flannels over right. the years. So um, those, if you're interested in finding them, those would be the ones. Laurel says, did you hear the Laura Logan interview with Glenn Beck? She says her sources tell her all of this is happening because the Trump administration is closing in on the deep state and they're panicking. Really? I love Laura Logan. That's uh, well, that's really interesting. I should I should listen to that. If is you it can on connect Fox? all of these pieces. She's on Fox now, right? Uh, I don't know. I actually see her advertised on our local NBC here doing her like independent investigations. She's do, she did a lot of work on the Porter. She's done a lot of work on some other interesting topics. Uh, I don't know how all of these things connect, but as we were talking about on Sunday and as I've observed throughout the week, there are so many organizational aspects or organized aspects of what's going on around the country. I don't know who's doing it, but someone's doing George it. George Soros is doing it. No, that, you can't say that. That's You can't I mean, ask the SQ. You can't do that. <laughs> really the same question isn't it um eric burns march <laughs> props to atheism is unstoppable i love the looting is right segments where he comments on goods taken by unreceded shoppers <laughs> mm. it's a riot i haven't seen that i'll have to check it out it's a riot see what he did there mm. gotcha jeff slater are conservatives justified in looting and rioting outside of planned parenthoods what if they're really upset about the system in place um what are we going to steal from planned parenthood I don't know. I, I enjoyed the take from the uh, what's her face on CBS who said that 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 rioting and looting are not violence because it's property, Ooh. not life. So you can burn down someone's house if you want. That's not violence. You can uh, vandalize their car. You can vandalize their home. You can destroy every aspect of their life that is property. That's not violence. 
So yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess if you if you burn down an entire Planned Parenthood, but nobody's inside to die, that is not violence, and that's fine. <sighs> what is this world? Oh, let's do two more. Kyle Wells says white guilt has supplanted the kung flu as public health enemy number one. <laughs> yeah. This terrible malady causes those whom it afflicts to engage in embarrassing acts of public self-flagellation and moral masturbation. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to go through some of those on Sunday. If they're not old news by then, they might be. But the trolling, I know you saw the one of the white people kneeling before the black people. No, I'm out on the news side. Oh, man. Oh, do I have some clips that are going to put you in your old rage mode? I mean, we're talking... Groups of white people kneeling before black people begging for forgiveness. There was a black guy trolling. And some people said this was fake and staged, but I haven't seen any proof that it's fake and staged. So I believe it to be a guy running around a city trolling while streaming saying, excuse me, ma'am, I'm part of Black Lives Matter. Will you please bow before me and confess to your white privilege? And this white chick does it like she gets on her knees before him and confesses her white privilege. (laughs) Just because he oh tells God. her to. Uh, yeah, it's sick stuff. It is Every it is. one of those should end with a ritualistic beheading. <laughs> There's well, a beheading I can get behind and watch talking, in its entirety. Right. Your uh, increasing warmness to Islam, uh, not all honor killing. Honor killings are, are tragedies, right? Some, some of them. Some of them are the right call. Can you imagine yeah. saying that to a Muslim person? <laughs> Being like, bow before me. They'd be like, Fuck you. Maybe Islam is the way. Wow. Well, you know, if it takes Islam to stop people from bowing before others for racial reasons on command. What is this? (laughs) It's just so crazy that it's like we we live in a world where I'm racist for saying that I don't feel guilty about being white. Yes. Yeah, that's a racist perspective, I would say. Anyway, we got to get back into the callers. But uh, but yes, I I should uh, I should send a couple of those your way because definitely viewing you should see i know we had i missed um let's see i missed rational reasoning we'll see if he's still hanging out see if we can get him in here rational reasoning you there yeah hey can you guys hear me yeah go for it oh well uh thanks for taking my call i guess i was gonna say that i'm pretty fortunate um to be able to get in with the new randomized system so um, sure yes Depends on what your yeah. definition of fortunate is. The show kind of sucks. So, well, uh, is it probabilistically favorable. Or there something it is. Like that? That yeah. makes more sense. But yes, yeah, so I just wanted to um, talk about the you know the George Floyd uh, situation. Obviously, I guess it's been all-consuming, and there's really just only a couple of points I just wanted to make. Yeah. Um, so I've been concentrating really on the on the police uh, aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, the conversation is kind of getting hijacked by, by the racial um, aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's like I, I watched your video um, earlier today, Matt, or I actually listened. Um, and I, I think, you know, the, the, the police can do that. To like, I don't think it's, it's race dependent. Um, yeah. Like, I, I think it's a factor just because like race is a factor in, in everything. Or, you know, whatever, like if you go to the store, like, you know, you got to notice that. But I mean, I don't think it's the, you know, as they say, like the salient variable or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that, like, you know, I think it's indicative of, of like police culture in general. Cause yeah, I, like, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, 
yeah, I don't, like this was not a high intensity situation. It wasn't like a gun, like they didn't think that there was a gun there. It was just a very slow developing situation. Uh, and it was just, I think it was just indicative of just years of that stuff in the making. Um, you know, but yeah, I think it'll take a lot of know. effort to try to make it better, but that's I mean, my I, opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm no fan of, of police brutality or what happened. Certainly. I, I do think that something like this is, is pretty isolated, whether it's happening mm-hmm. to a black guy, white guy, Tony Timba, George Floyd, yeah. whoever. That's not mm-hmm. to say that like, we don't, we don't care. We do, and we want to minimize right. these things as much as possible. And it clearly happens right. sometimes. Yeah, right. and it, it does. And mm-hmm. and I guess I'm surprised that this that this is a tactic of some sort. Like th- this was a thing mm-hmm. that happened with the Dallas Police Department. This was a thing mm-hmm. that happened with the Minneapolis Police Department. And I don't know the motives of the cops who did this and why. Right. But it does seem weird to me that that. At some level, some somewhere along the chain here, kneeling on a guy who's handcuffed in the case of, of George Floyd, and I think in the case of Tony Timpa too, but don't quote me on that. With a some guy sort of acceptable is, legal Right, like the, the guy practicing. is effectively detained at that point. And right. I say this I say this open to an explanation from somebody in a police force or somebody who understands what's going on, because I don't. Right. I've never made a single arrest in my life. I don't know how to do that sort of thing. But just from right. a layman perspective, I am somewhat surprised that this is this is a thing, what we've observed in both of these cases. So right. I'd need yeah. more explanation on that. Well, the, the other thing too I was going to say is that I'm just kind of watching their faces and like their demeanor and stuff. Yeah. And like they just, I think they, they make no differentiation between like if they're getting a call for like a serial killer because they do have to take these calls. So I realize it's a difficult job. Yeah. But at the same, but at the same time, like we, we have to start expecting a little bit of, um, sort of like nuance or they have to like decouple that stuff because like the $20 bill thing like that's not even a crime like I used to work at 7-Eleven and they we used to check that stuff with a pen and like yeah. at no point were we were we told to like call the cops hmm. so I mean, like yeah like you just give it back to the guy and like you, they just don't get the items I mean I don't know if it's a crime well, I think or not, I but... think in this case the transaction had already occurred that's my understanding so there would be a crime right. in that case I, I, but yeah, to your right. point, is it a crime? It's yeah, not a crime yeah. that's like lethal force. It's not a crime that's like this guy is a threat to the I mean, lives did, of people in the It's also possible he didn't know. You know? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if we're if we're gonna have like a police force and they're, they're gonna have a, a monopoly on uh, on violence and everything like that, we have to expect we have to expect a little bit more from them in the sense that okay, you have a call with you know like an active shooter versus like you know somebody that didn't put on the seatbelt, but these guys. I, I don't I, I didn't see thinking human beings in the I, I, I see machines like that's what I see. That's why and, you got to join Team Tinfoil, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Therefore, there's other forces in play. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I mean that's that's all I had to say. Thanks. So thank thanks you for man. taking my call. Yeah, of course. Yes, thank you. Good night. You too. Thank you. Uh, okay, humdrum. Oh my god. You gonna make it? Yeah, I just. You know, there's a there's a chance that I do go into labor or I'm in labor when I'm doing one of the live streams. <laughs> I said that'll be great viewing. Uh, I, I I sort of mm, do. I hope that happens as a friend. I don't. Uh, My sister pers- was in labor for like 35 hours. So that those odds are pretty good. Wow. 
Well, the odds of, but the odds of it starting, the odds of you having to leave a stream because of it, I would think are pretty low. But I will have, I will push through because early labor needs to be done at home. Hmm. Okay. Well, that stu- stay tuned if you want to see that stream. Maybe Margie can talk me through my contraction. <laughs> Humdrum, you there? Yeah, man, that'd be quite a show. What's uh, uh, <laughs> what's on your mind? So I've been uh, watching your stuff, Matt, since uh, your Chank versus uh, Ben video when that oh, uh, man. blew up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the days. I was one of I was one of the lucky people who actually got recommended that. That um, I think that video might be the one that is that pulled the most subscriptions. It's either that or there was oh, one on definitely. a Jordan Peterson hit piece that pulled a bunch of subscriptions. But those were the days, like you're talking about, where if you made something that caught a little bit of uh, of the algorithmic wave because people were watching it and reacting to it, you really could uh, have a massive spike in exposure. These days, th- those days are long gone. Now, if you're on the Nazi list, doesn't matter how good the material you make. You're, right. you're screwed yeah or like when your views yeah. were commensurate with your quality of content those meritocracy oh. those were the days yeah <laughs> yeah uh i actually didn't start listening to your um live shows though until summer of 2018 was when i had this like awful awful job that just paid horribly mm. and was super boring and then <laughs> okay. I noted, I noted, that sounds like a great place for our show to come. It does. I've had a lot of people start I listening to our content. Yeah, I noticed that you guys had a podcast, and I was like, "Well, they let me listen to stuff here, so I might as well, you know, listen to like books and podcasts so that I don't, you know, get totally bored out of my mind." Yeah, yeah, sure. And then, yeah, I I've been listening to you guys ever since, and it's been oh. What were the stories at the time? Do you remember? <laughs> what were we talking about at the time? That was probably like, uh, was that pre-Kavanaugh or right around Kavanaugh time? Maybe? It was, yeah, yeah. It was right around Kavanaugh. And people were still upset about Trump being elected and the whole not my president thing. And stuff yeah, like sure. That, I think was still going on. At Did the you time. stick with that job? It was or a have simpler you left? time. Yeah. Have you left that uh, job? It was, it was just for the summer and that was it. It was ah. just that I could earn enough money to make uh, a short film and that was it. Did, okay. Oh, cool. So did you make the movie? Yeah, yeah. It was part of my uh, final project um, for my senior thesis in uh, college. Cause so you, you, was... went, you did like a film program or what? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, wh- what are you doing now, if I can ask? Um, currently, I'm, I went back home to my parents because I didn't really have anywhere else to go after school at the time because mm-hmm. I didn't have any jobs lined up. And thankfully, this was actually the right choice because the whole COVID thing happened. So, so when did you graduate? Was... Uh, 2019. Okay, so about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's almost exactly a year ago now that I graduated. Yeah. And, and so I've just been working a basic job here, which thankfully wasn't shut down when COVID came along. Mm. So, Are you trying to get into the industry? Are you trying to make movies or what are you trying to do? Yeah, eventually. I'm, I'm really, really into editing and I want to get into doing that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I've, I've earned enough money to build my own PC, which I'm doing now. And I'm cool. just trying to work on editing projects and stuff while I'm doing this job in the meantime. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Man. It, I, I appreciate uh, hearing, you know, I always appreciate hearing how people find the stuff or find the show and, and uh, thanks for sticking with us for you know, two years too. I yeah. appreciate that too. You, you guys have been a lifesaver for a lot of, um, like jobs and stuff where I've just been bored out of my mind. So. Sure. Yeah. Anytime, really, really or anytime you got to go on a super long drive or anything, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I We're hate there with our super long uh, show, <laughs> three hour long episodes. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, last word if you want it before we let you go. Um, there is a book that I wanted to recommend to you. Uh, it's a uh, Christian apologetics book called sure. um, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes over a lot of the evidence regarding, like the factual evidence regarding the resurrection of Jesus. Um, okay. Really? All that stuff regarding that. Yeah. Matt will start it when he finishes uh, Mere Christianity in four years. I've yeah. been listening. It's my <laughs> it's my lawn mowing material. The thing is, though, like all that stuff too. When, even when you're listening to an audiobook, when it's really dense, not it's that hard Christianity to is super dense, but you have to actively pay attention and think. Yeah, C.S. Yeah. Lewis is very much like that. Like I've had to reread a lot of his stuff just yeah. to actually like take it all in because of the way he words things. I think it's very consumable, but it is, it's, he, I notice he's so analogy filled and I don't even think the analogies are necessarily flawed, but every point he's making, he'll explain with a, like a handful of analogies and, yeah. and it yeah. gets kind of interesting. <laughs> Those are fun to think about anyway. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the thoughts, man. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Uh, Marie is up next. Marie today. Let's see. Ooh. Is that different than... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm dumb. Yeah, that's the timestamp of when she, uh, when she, today at <laughs> six, I was like, Marie today? <laughs> Not Marie yesterday. No, it's just Marie. Marie, you there? Marie. Wait for a second. Hello. Uh, hey, yeah, girl. go for it. What's on your mind? Hi, how are you? We're doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right here in, in Massachusetts. We're still kind of still kind of closed down from the coronavirus that's right i remember we spoke previously and it was uh we were talking corona were we not yeah, yeah. i'm actually back to work now with nice. my mask it's pretty miserable oh yeah i'm sure you love smelling your hot breath all day yeah i i actually bring my toothbrush to work so i can brush my teeth after drinking wow. coffee in the morning oh <laughs> terrible yeah, that's not I'm sorry it, yeah not a good are thing, you guys but... being hit by uh by all the rioting or is it mostly mostly yes. peaceful there as it is everywhere else i wish it was unfortunately hmm. um i live in a kind of a smaller town so we are a little bit nervous a church near us had a or a unitarian church near us actually had a protest or a peaceful vigil i guess um today hmm. and there was not much happening so thankfully that was good but a lot of um around me are feeling the brunt of it um a city called Brockton. There was a Dunkin' Donuts, which you've probably heard of, sure. huge coffee place up in Boston. Um, but yeah, they burned down a Dunkin' Donuts, which, funny enough, is actually lo- owned by a local Cape Verdean woman. So <laughs> yeah, but they like, feed the cops though, so that's why Dunkin'. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that why they did yeah. it? Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just because of the locale. Like it's right near where they were protesting, so. Hmm. I don't understand how this crazy. is not just going to make people racist. Like, well, I keep saying, like, if it's after dark, it's not a protest; it's a riot. You yeah, know? that's I totally mean, legit. It's probably true yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I you're saw a video on Tucker. Nighttime, you're not doing it for good reasons. You yeah, know? it's like, like half candlelight vigils. Exactly. I saw a video on yeah. Tucker of like all of these black people looting a Nike. And some girl like climbs out of the busted window with a bunch of stuff like a wild animal. And she's like, I got me some shoes. You <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Like, what are you? You're trying to dispel racial stereotypes here. What are you people doing? Exactly. Stop. 
My husband keeps saying the same thing. It's like you're trying to change people's minds and this is not the way to do it. Well, yeah, and and that's the thing that I'm confused by too is um is I I'm told that there's a a harsh line between or a very obvious line between the protesters and the rioters and the looters. I don't not that you must disavow. I'm not team disavow and team disown and all this. But if you're one of the genuine peaceful protesters who's trying to make a point about police brutality, why isn't that line being drawn a little more strongly? Because these people are undermining your case and undermining your cause. I would leave. If I was actually out there protesting, I would leave. As soon as it got violent, that's, that's taken away from your cause. So all the peaceful people should just leave and let the violent people do their thing and say, hey, you know what? We left and we're not part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the best way to handle it, I guess, but it's it's hard. I mean, they're shooting fireworks at cops. I mean, I don't blame them for shooting tear gas back. I would be yeah. terrified if I was a cop and hearing fireworks. You don't know if that's a gunshot or not, especially in Brockton. It's not yeah. a good area in general. So it's it's definitely uh it's definitely a scary time. I mean, my, yeah. my uncle's a cop in Boston. He's Thankfully not out on the street, but it's still scary for my family. And my neighbor is a cop and you can tell he's hiding his cop car in his garage. Sure, Yeah. It's not just what you have to face in terms of a law enforcement perspective and responding to calls that are going to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. But in this environment, you never know who's just going to attack you at any moment for being a cop if you are visibly exactly. a cop right and that's they a terrible about all recipe these mass shootings and how is to say that no one's going to come to one of these riots or you know protests no. i mean but. yeah i and that's that's the other side of the coin uh that i i don't want to lose track of i'm no fan of 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 a lot of the police brutality that we've seen that oh, said definitely not when you're i was putting people so in... disgusted when i saw that video i mean sure I, Police brutality is it's real, whether it's black, white, brown, you know what I mean? It definitely yeah. happens to anybody. So I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it myself and I live in a very liberal state, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Well, thank you for the thoughts. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, and have a good night. Appreciate it. Stay sane out there. Good luck blonde with the baby. If I don't thank talk you. To you. Yeah. you guys. Have a good night. Uh, let's get to, we can do one more before the top of the hour here. Dat Roggy. I don't know how to say this. Is it dat? I'll have to ask dat Roggy boy. How do I say it? All right. Uh, we'll let that boy, whatever kind of boy he is, we'll let him hang out for a second. And Crying Wolf is up after that. Crying Wolf, you there? Crying Wolf. Okay. All right. Um, let's see who else we got. Uh, I was listening to the live, and I oh. Uh, All right. Yeah. Let me just mute you. My sure. Bad. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah. I was just uh, thinking, obviously, about the whole George Floyd case. Uh, it's pretty much the only thing that's around social media and yeah, and the news. So it's kind of hard to think about that. But uh, it, it, I, what I'm really afraid of is this is going to be like a second never-ending protest like the Occupy Wall Street stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it'll turn into encampments, basically. It could. Yeah, it definitely I mean, could. The only thing stopping them is the curfew right now and in uh, and, and the National Guard. But once all of that's lifted, I, I don't even want to think well, about people just camping out, you know? To your point, especially now that there's been significant job loss or certain bi- there have been tons of business closures, or there's just a lot of people who are in 
more of a state of desperation with less places to be. That's a recipe yeah. for exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's not like the job market's suddenly going to go up, you know, open up and yeah, I don't think so back either. to three percent or whatever uh, unemployment. I think it's going to stay you know, double digits for a couple of months at least. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure we will recover back to something normal, but I don't think if, if we got even close to where we were before in terms of employment and the stock market by the end of the year, I would consider that an unbelievable accomplishment. I bet what we're looking at is, is probably multi-year to get back to where we were. Oh, yeah. It's multi-year. I mean, maybe a decade. Could be. Yeah. Well, let's hope not, you know, for the sake of... Sure. Uh, the American population. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. All of this has got me thinking about uh, obviously race, race, race relations in America. But mm -hmm. man, they've uh, they've really been fucked up in the last ten so years. Oh yeah, it's w way worse than when I was, um, you know, like a, a young young adult, like when I was fresh out of high school or in college and stuff. I don't. Yeah. This like, this was not part of my everyday thinking. Um, you know, we're talking, and this is like a little over a decade ago. It's not part of my everyday thinking, and now it is. So, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I had a lot of black friends growing up. Uh, mm -hmm. My my family's not particularly wealthy or whatnot, so. But, I mean, I would have never thought of them in terms of race until, like, the last couple of years. Yeah, same. It's kind of yeah, sad. Me too. We talk know? about that all the time. We're like, like even being white was not really a part of my identity and I didn't really care about it very much until everybody started telling me what a piece of shit I am. Exactly. And now yeah. I care a lot. Well, I mean, if everybody's calling you a piece of shit, then I guess I have to call you a piece of shit. <laughs> because she's white though, specifically. <laughs> specifically. Exactly. Yeah. And she's yeah. uh, perpetuating the right white race in her yeah. uh, uterus. <laughs> I, I mean, back, yeah. back, uh, back in those days, like, like we're talking about, like when I was maybe 20 years old and stuff, we never, I never heard these terms like whiteness, yeah, and and um and 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 just like those sort, like you you might describe a guy as white if you were describing who he like. Oh, have you met that dude? He's like six feet tall, white guy, does this whatever. But this concept of like whiteness or white privilege or this overarching essence of whiteness throughout society, this kind of mythical uh, form that it's taken, you get what like that was never part of my thinking or view of the world and now now we're told that every day that that white is, and whiteness is some sort of um some sort of overlord that governs us all it's really weird yeah but i i I'm, it was a part of my upbringing uh, i'm you know i'm korean to reiterate so there's yeah. kind of in, in this subculture of korean americans there's definitely like a koreanness uh I, I mean of course we use a little bit different vocabulary but uh I, it the more you focus on that ness, like the whiteness, the blackness, or Koreanness, it it creates like this ecosystem of of the crap bucket. So I've always tried to not associate with uh, the Chinese Koreans in oh. general. I mean, on, but because it's true, like the more you think about the that quality that is, I don't know, but it definitely creates this crap bucket mentality in, in your yourself. That's true, so. but also you want to identify with your culture, too, because Koreans are awesome and they're number two Asian. So, you know, you don't want to abandon Koreans. You guys have a sweet culture. I, I, I don't know about that, but there's definitely I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm proud of my Korean heritage to a point, but 
like it's to the point where I'm still nationalistic towards uh, America, you know, like the Constitution, mm. civic nationalism Naturally. kind of deal. Yeah. Um, well, get but, on that rooftop. Do your duty. Yeah. We need <laughs> yeah. you, man. We need you. Yeah. We, uh, we got to let you go, but uh, final word if you want it. Oh, just hang tough. Uh, good luck with labor if that happens anytime soon. And uh, I'll keep hearing you, listening to you guys. So, well, thanks, man. Stay thanks. safe out there. Bye. Yeah, man. All right. We are uh, due for a break. And uh, over on Streamlabs, a stream, what did I say? It's Streamlabs. Streamlabs. Stream over on DLive, uh, we're good over there. Thanks for tuning in over there, guys. Uh, Streamlabs. JM says, riots are happening in Antifa-friendly locations. In my humble opinion, this is for a few purposes. One, make the Antifa look more effective and threatening than they are. And two, normalize uh, normalize inaction and tolerance of these behaviors. Well, I uh, whether it's just because there are more Democrats in urban centers or whatever the reason... It doesn't even matter if you're in a red state necessarily. You probably have a Democratic mayor of whatever the urban center is in that state more than likely. But you have to notice that the worst riot centers are Democratic controlled. I do find that really ironic. Like we're talking about how the how police and the, the powers of structure in these places are systemically racist. Well, you've been voting for the self-professed non-racists for decades on end. Maybe try well, racist. Multifactorial. Yeah, really. <laughs> try try racist. Repo- it can't get worse. Try racist. It's you a know? combination of factors, though. It's attracting people yeah. that believe stupid things like that, that, that are leftists. Um, it's a, a welfare state. It's having impoverished, like condensed areas, um, and then it's gun laws. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Phil also says Douglas Murray once posited the question of which happens or what happens when a a masochist comes into contact with an actual sadist. I think we are seeing it on a civilizational scale now. That is profound and really true. It could be. Uh, These are... 2020, I would say, has been undoubtedly the weirdest year of my life on a, on a social scale. I've had weird years of my life on a personal level. I think everybody has. But in terms of just what's happening society-wide, I can't think of a weirder year than this one. And we're not even halfway through it. I know. Don't you want to go back to our 2019 selves yeah. and be like, you don't even know. And I, I've had, <laughs> You don't even I've, know. I've had a listener or two say... Well, you shouldn't characterize it as weird because that implies that it's it's um, random, spontaneous, not planned or controlled. Don't 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 get me wrong. When I say weird, I just mean unusual, outside the norm. I I certainly, in the context of all the coincidences that have happened, like scandal after scandal in a nice, neat sequence, crisis after crisis in a ni- nice, neat sequence. Don't don't get me wrong. I I don't believe that all of this is up to pure chance. It could be, it could be. Uh, controlled efforts. It could be simply being opportunistic about whatever crisis in air quotes can be maximized for political purposes in the moment. But look at what we were predicting like two or three, you know, I left Seattle and moved to militia North Idaho because my spidey senses were telling me there was going to be some kind of civil war race war that something fucked up was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's exactly what's happening. We've also been talking about how we are living in an emerging technocracy. And when you look at what COVID did, it wiped out half of small businesses and gave a shitload of power to companies that we already distrusted. Yeah. Um, it's just like, there's no way this happened by chance. We talk about maybe 
having bad predictions or not being super accurate with our predictions. But I don't think anybody was sitting around at the you know mid to late 2019 and thinking, oh yeah, no, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they'll just let 2020 go on as normal and not try to manipulate and maximize anything, any potential tool they can to make sure that the anomaly or the uh, surprise event that was the 2016 election doesn't happen again. I'm right. sure they'll play fair. I'm sure and they'll, we were saying they like, believe in the system. Exactly. Yeah. We were saying like after the impeachment, like what do you think it's going to be? Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? Um, are you good over there? Yeah, we're good. Black magic. It's funny how ineffectual the right's peaceful protests are. Shout out to base barber. But when the left throws a good riot, it's super effective. I don't know. Um, I was watching like this tiny group of rioters in Coeur d'Alene a few days ago, or maybe yeah. it was yesterday, and I walked past them, 100% white people under the age of 20. I'm like, what is this? Like, hmm. I, I don't I don't really understand. I think that we have a group of, like, violent protesters that's Black Lives Matter, and then it's like these... Well, don't forget Antifa in that, too. There are a lot of white kids who are 20, approximately that's true. 20, doing a lot of the rioting. That's true, that's true. And then yeah. there's this like group of peaceful protesters that are just there to self-flagellate, right? Yeah, and I, I, I can only speak for myself. I, I will be interested to see. There's some polling that's coming out now on this. I don't think that the rioting or the looting or any of the violence is effective from a public persuasion perspective. Now, I think there are tons of people out there, corporations, individuals included, who happily bow to the social media pressure pressure to display their virtue publicly simply because they don't want to become victimized by the mob, right. whether that means having your, your friends come after you in the Facebook comments, or that means the mob's actually going to break your storefront windows. I'm saying in the privacy of their own minds and the privacy of their own homes and the privacy of their own checkmark on the ballot, I don't think there are a lot of people who think, yeah, uh, the left-wing cause has been demonstrated effective to me by these riots and loot, the lootings. I will vote Democrat. Uh, it's maybe, I don't, I, maybe, maybe I'm too insulated in a uh, you know, part of the world where, no, I think it's not, a lot of people that are like, I want to be able to tell people that I voted for the left. Also, I'm so sorry for slavery. And I feel so bad about slavery. And then you vote Trump because, you know, <laughs> yeah. cause that's, that's just to cover your ass publicly. See why it's I'm the right. same thing with coronavirus where everyone's saying, Oh yeah, I, I, I respond to the pollsters and I say, stay at home and social distancing and mask. By the way, I don't do any of that shit though. Mm. I still drive around. I still do all my own stuff. Cause I just have to display the public virtue Go on with my life privately. Well, it's so crazy. I mean, I, I had the OBGYN appointment today, and then at the front, they still took my temperature and made me wear a mask. And I was like, I actually forgot about this. <laughs> How quick that can happen. Totally yeah. forgot. Um, all right, Rainer yeah. Chen, a big donation, long time no chat. My sister's wife was an open borders activist, so I secretly unlocked her door one night. She's home alone. Next day, she complained on Facebook that not only does her area has a sexual predator problem, her area had... <laughs> The predators were fat phobic as well. Your, your poor sister's wife, wow. Mr. Chen. I am not um, going to be niggardly. <laughs> Thank you. Dangerous spaces. I clean up the caller list and roll call channel. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. We may need, uh, yeah, we may need to figure out a way to clean it up a little bit. I appreciate that effort. And perhaps I can find some help on that front. But I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, okay. Aaron Chandler, most of the people who are making their outrage over George Floyd, George Floyd known will not even remember his name or face by November. Um, 100% yeah, true. It's, it's totally 100% true. true. He has been hijacked as a political tool uh, for a lot. Not for all. I'm not saying everybody's being fake. 
but I'm saying he's being used for opportunism by a hell of a lot of people who actually don't give a damn about the guy personally. True story. Let me do one more. Uh, Adam Nenya. Sure. I get upset they don't acknowledge the white deaths via cops, but I wonder if even they treat it as a race issue. Can it solve the problem anyway? That's another thing about this George Floyd thing. The only evidence I have that this is a racial issue is that it's a white guy doing it to a black guy. Right. He wasn't uh, like, you know, dumbass N word when he when he was doing it. Like the yeah, that is the only evidence know. is that it happened. And I didn't have time to look at the Tony Timpa case. I don't know the races of all the cops involved, but it's possible that there's a black guy in there. There's, I mean, don't forget Muhammad Noor, whatever his name was in Minneapolis, who shot Justine Damon. Black guy shoots a white woman. Now, of course. Justice was served, uh, at least I think, right? He went to jail. Right? I should, I got to refresh the case. Maybe just actually don't refresh remember. my mind. Was justice served? Uh, I know he went on trial and I know it was a big deal. Uh, but the point is nobody that I recall, first of all, nobody rioted. But second of all, nobody said it was racism. Nobody said it was because Muhammad Noor, whatever his name was, was anti-white that he shot, that he shot Justine Damon. I said that. <laughs> Maybe you said that, but yeah. there wasn't a mass of protesters saying that. That's what about point. homeboy that throws little white kid over the balcony because no white yeah. chicks would bang him at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it, I think we talked about that at the time. Like we we're wondering, is it fair to characterize that as racial? But we didn't know. Cause there's no, there was no definitive demonstration of that. Uh, he know, got rejected by a bunch of sexually rejected by a bunch of white chicks. Do we know that though? Randomly, or was that speculated? I'm pretty sure we knew. I'm pretty sure we know that. Okay. Sure. So if it's, <laughs> just, well, if yeah, I can't I remember if that so, was though. demonstrated yeah. or not. All right. Let's, um, yeah, back in. we got to get back to the callers. Thanks for patience guys. We will be back with uh, super chat in a little bit. Um, I got to unmute uh, Dat Roggy boy. You there? Yeah. What's on your mind? So, uh, I sent you the article about the uh, about you know the armed guys in North Idaho who were oh yeah like, yeah and I mean there there were like a few things about that article that just kind of like made me when I read it later and kind of reexamined it it I'm not where I'm not you know so certain that that's like you know a really good story of like a kind of you know Black Lives Matter two A, you know, union kind yeah. of thing. Sorry. What computer. okay, so Sorry. what did you I didn't have time to look into the story in detail, but what to clue the audience in what you're talking about in a headline level that I saw was uh mostly white two A guys, like your your Hawaiian shirt boog boys, basically. Yeah. Mostly white dudes. In alliance with Black Lives Matter demonstrators in Coeur d'Alene, what? Basically, pe people who are genuinely peaceful protest, peacefully protesting, being guarded by or escorted by armed dudes who look like Hawaiian shirt boog, boog boys. Is that it? That was like the headline level. But what it, what have you learned that make you that makes you skeptical of that or makes you walk back that presentation? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't so much like I learned something new. It was, um, it was that. I kind of like read that really late at night and I read mm -hmm. it again the next day and I kind of see things different. Okay. And, well, that's definitely uh, not true. Cause I was there last night and the night before and you went out. Yeah. And what yeah. happened was there would be like a group of protesters that would be surrounded by North Idaho bearded militia folk just to keep them in check. They weren't being protected. It was just no. like, if you try any uh, shit, we're going to kill you. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, that 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 was that was kind of the thing I wasn't so certain of. Just kind of like rereading, you know, whether it was I was I wasn't sure if it was that or you know some kind of thing like you know we're gonna like try to protect your name. You have a really good name right now because of you know George Floyd. Like pretty much everyone agreed that it wasn't right what happened to him. Yeah. No, I don't but, think that was their angle. I think they were just protecting businesses and then making sure that all of the all of the protesters felt like they could absolutely not demonstrate any violence. But yeah, some, the, the two A guys totally were totally fair. respectful. I didn't see yeah. them like even yelling at protesters or anything like that. But like I've never seen so much open carry. I'm not even exaggerating. I probably saw a thousand people open carrying. Good. That sounds like a great place to live. And the hottest I, I chick I've ever seen, hair. Daisy Duke shorts with an AR on her back. Awesome. I was like, oh. this is paradise. This place is paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, I, I, you know, today I got, I got skeptical about what was happening in Idaho, but I actually kind of did see that alliance just like in my corner of Virginia because there were... Um, there are some Black Lives Matter people that came up to Richmond just kind of, you know, see what was going on. And it turns out they actually, you know, made some friends with two way people when it, you know, it wasn't the kind of hate fest that it was fear mongered up to be. Hmm. And then all of a sudden this is happening. And I mean, there were two, there are two instances just over in like the past few days where, you know, I really see people come together and it's yeah. like, it's like two months ago, if you heard, or maybe even like five months ago, you know, 2019 before the world went to shit, you heard, if you would hear like, you know, Black Lives Matter and like Boogaloo Boys, you know, getting along and coming together, sure. you'd think that, you know, you'd think, it's some alternate dimension or something. Yeah. Well, there are plenty of opportunities for strange alliances right now. I think if we're, if we're willing to see them, I don't necessarily know that everybody among the peaceful in the actual peaceful people and the non rioters and looters, I think there's actually a lot of common ground here. I think everybody mostly agrees generally. And then you have the rioters and the looters that, that throw a wedge into this whole thing, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I mean those... but they're making the actual incident less and less relevant to the situation course, yeah. at hand. Like, yeah, every, yeah. every day that goes on, I'm like, this matter, what actually happened matters less and less because it's becoming a material problem in all of our cities. Yeah, um, we, gotta, we gotta let you yeah, go. And, but, and, uh, well, uh, quick just, last word uh, if you Before want. I get that, yeah, yeah. The, like, the two things that happened, you know, in the past few days, there's the 2A group that I'm in, uh-huh. And, you know, there's a protest in Virginia Beach, this, and, you know, the people in my group, like, we were just marching with them, and it's like, we had carriers and medical equipment, and since we were actually, like, better equipped than the police when, like, when this old lady just fainted mid-March, the police were just like, yeah, you know, guys in Hawaiian shirts and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, well, that's good. That's good that you guys are prepared. And that's good that the police don't treat you as automatic enemies. That's actually good to hear. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing is in, um, in Hampton, Virginia, there were actually just last night, there was, um, there are reports, you know, there's going to be a protest, but the like official black lives matter 757, they got word of this and they're like, we are not planning anything. We think this is a trap. Hmm. All right. And it turns out it was a trap because, you know, there were, 
it was basically just a loot fest, hmm. a loot and destruction Bummer. fest. And right, we, we got to uh, wrap it up, but but thank you right, for your time. Sorry. Yep. Have a good night. Have a good night. Uh, let's see. Mighty Sebastian is up next. Man, I was so proud to live here this week. <laughs> we have a question about uh, in, in one of the email questions. The video question references <laughs> uh, your potential efforts in Coeur d'Alene. I thought that was pretty funny. We'll get to that later. Yeah, it was so much less intimidating getting doxxed yeah. here. This is a... Yeah, there's, there's that. You know, if, if you have to protect your community, or yeah. if your community has to protect you, I mean, they probably will. Sebastian I would love it you. if somebody showed up showed up here. It'd be okay. Hey, um, I just wanted, I, um, I wanted to say one thing really quick, if you don't mind, oh, Sebastian, and I'll be as quick as possible. But yeah, I forgot to mention this, and maybe I'll mention it on Sunday. While we were live on Sunday, while we're talking George Floyd tinfoil or whatever else, a pink-haired Black Lives Matter activist knocked on my door to promote a Black Lives Matter protest here on Friday. And it was a true coincidence. Like, she didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't answer the door, obviously. But my fiancé did. And she's like, oh, yeah. Definitely. Cool. (laughs) Meanwhile, we're here like, George Floyd is alive. He's on an island. Don't you understand? We're all being duped. (laughs) Anyway, oh my uh, God. this this world's beyond parody. Yeah, what's on your mind? Oh, so um, I called in last week. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Um, probably not after the week we've had. Uh, uh, what, what did we talk about? I'll remember the topic. Um, it was I mentioned the um, debate between James Alsup and oh yeah yeah, um, yeah. stick and hammer, but that's not what I wanted to talk about actually. Um, so I um. To- I basically like talked about um that I go to like the most prominent party school in the country. Or whatever. Oh yeah want to talk about how like an experience that i had basically um changed my perspective on discussing politics with people so um the school itself is pretty like moderate because a lot of like really rich attractive white people go there Mm -hmm. all lean republican Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of like artsy fartsy fat lesbians for some reason (laughs) that's every (laughs) school yeah it's and and like Twinkie faggots and I'm oh I'm sorry I don't know if I can say that oh, you can say whatever what wow. you want you can say I can say that I have yeah. a pass clearly oh oh do you okay all right <laughs> yes uh, no so um I was in the library studying for some stupid political science exam that I was taking and it's such oh, dark political science man yeah that's my one of political my, my science major. is pointless you guys are waste you wasted your lives political it's science okay. created your career <laughs> no whatever <laughs> career. <laughs> Um, and I was with a study <laughs> group not of be people that I didn't really, way. I wasn't really familiar with all of them. I was friends with people that were friends with them. And somehow, cause, cause I don't really like, I'm very honest. I don't care about other people's views. I'll always talk about mine. Mm-hmm. And we think of immigration. And this was like on the first floor of the, like the biggest library on campus. And we're just like arguing. And apparently we were so loud that like everyone was staring at us. Okay. <laughs> And I like didn't give a shit. I was like, no, they're illegal immigrants. They don't fucking belong here. I'm and then, like this the girl I was arguing with. I was like, you you're not even discussing facts. You're just discussing your own feelings. And she was yeah. like, you don't care about feelings. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> good, <laughs> good. And, and she turned out to be like a DACA recipient. And it's funny because oh, like wow, country okay. she's from is the same country that, like my mom is from. What like, country? Peruvian. Oh. So okay. I was. I was like ashamed. I was like, oh, you fucking bitch. Like, what do you mean you're Dakaris? Well, and did she make a show of this? Did you get No, no, shamed? she just told okay. me. She, like, I she, see. other people told me, and I, I kind of like felt bad at first. I was like, oh my God, I can't. And then I was like, no, fuck that bitch. What the hell? Why do I care? 
<laughs> well, I, I don't know why you have to. I mean, I don't know that why. Like, what yeah. does this have yeah. to do with anything? I don't know why, why. Why would that change the debate, really? Exactly. Like you have super camaraderie with some chick because your mom's Peruvian. Why? It's... Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, fuck that. And my mm. mom is very red pilled, so they definitely wouldn't agree. I but, thought you were going to say like you're like she went to Facebook or she went to Twitter or oh, Instagram and shamed no. you and you you became subject no, to the mob God. or Fortunately, something. I'm a very likable person. So like that doesn't mm-hmm. happen and when I get into political arguments with people. But what yeah. changed my mind is like when she said or like the way I talk politics is when she said, you don't care about feelings. Yeah. Like ever since then, I've been like, I'm not going to discuss politics with anyone unless I'm friends with them. Like if we're going <laughs> to have like an actual. No, video, like, you don't want to talk about politics secret. with your friends. Well. I, I'm in a friend group that's like moderate, but like we can have disagreements without it like actually mattering, if that makes sense. Yeah. Are like, you gay? Do you have the impervious yeah. cloak of gayness? Well, that's yeah. what I thought you meant with the past, but I, oh, I wasn't going to yes, I, I thought that'd be so right. you, can, you can say whatever you want, can't you? Mm. Basically, and so I do. Wait, are and, you a gay minority? Um. Well, both my parents are white. So. I thought you said your mom was Peruvian. She's white. Oh, okay. <laughs> White, well, not a lot of white people in Peru, but there are like a, a fair amount of white people in Peru. Well, like, you, you right. should push that, say whatever yeah. you want. You, you oh, don't I have do. to whip out that card until the very end. Like, if you're yeah, back into a corner, no, no, I'm so, gay, I'm gay, it's fine. Yeah, so, um, we, we no, gotta let you go, but I'll give you a final word if you want. Yeah, um, but basically, uh, after this, I'm like, there's really no point in trying to change these people's minds. Like, they're such ideologues that I just don't talk about it. I just go about my day and I'm like, if I see some dumb shit, I just ignore it. Cause I just, it was, it was all just so tiresome. Like it was just, yeah. Well, I certainly, <laughs> so tiresome. I don't that pick mean? political so fights in my day to day life for sure. I try to avoid political yeah. discussions, which is one of the reasons I hate having non-political entities shoving politics in my face <laughs> the last few days. Uh, but yeah, point, point taken. Like if you, if you're just trying to get through, if you're in the point in your life where you're getting through school and that is objective number one, yeah. Political fights are probably not a worthwhile use of time in that context. Oh, um, also, I just wanted to congratulate you, Blonde, because, like, Thank you. like, my favorite person, so... Oh! Um, <laughs> like, this shows Ann Coulter with the way you attract homosexuals, so just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I appreciate well, that. Thank you, man, and good luck. Good luck at school. Have a great night. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's try to get a quick few more in here before we're done with calls. Uh, corona... How do I say... Is Corona... Uris? Corona? I don't know. It's a play on. How do I say this? Oh, he's muted. So we'll give him a second. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. the play on words here? I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, the it's Corona, and the the second half is like the scientific word for a bear. I thought that was Ursa. <laughs> oh, it's not the whole thing. Oh. Because I would only allow a certain amount of characters. Oh, all right, all right. And I the know. first part. No, I don't even remember. Is Corona is like my family name. All right. Oh, so, anyway, <laughs> what's on your mind? I've confused myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Back. I'll give you. Two, I'll give you two options. Or Either Orso? about the riots. What am I thinking of? Yeah. I'm thinking about bears. Or, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I, I'll, give you, uh, I'll give you two topics. Either yeah. just about the riots in general, or the potential race war in Chicago. Race war. Uh, definitely race war. Yeah. Well, I not. I don't know too much, but but apparently. <laughs> like a race war is about to pop up between the blacks, black people, and Mexicans in Chicago. Oh, so it's not even the evil meddling whites who are at the center of this one. Oh yeah, black people and Mexicans hate each other. Yeah, yeah, because like I, I saw some of this. I don't know. Do you know Razor Fist? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his 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 girlfriend's from Chicago. She's been like I guess her family who still is there has been talking about it and like yeah, they're just like clearing out anybody who's black in in the neighbor in the Mexican neighborhood. What do you mean? There's like gangs going door to door and, and purging no, like, or something? No no like yeah yeah, it's mostly gangs, but if they here's if they see you on the street, you either try to loot or just being on or just being there and get on those they'll kick you out. Yeah. They run you out. And okay. Well, when's this going down? Like, oh, this, it's, it's, already, it's already it's already in progress. Yeah. Well, the trouble is, you never know. It's like, oh, race war in Chicago or massive gang violence in Chicago. That's that's oh, status yeah, that's, quo. That's what, so how do I know? How do you how do I know when it's when it's hit like a peak level? What's beyond the norm in Chicago? Well, I, I'm not sure, but hmm. I just thought because I just saw some some stuff like apparently Zoe got hit with a spear. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was a pretty long spear too. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, we got to move on. But uh, last word, yeah. if you want it. Oh, and this was the well. Basically, it was what I was, was going to ask. What I was going to ask originally, but why are there so why why mainly people on the left don't want to acknowledge like the riots. Like the riots and the uh, because I think on. because fundamentally, here's what I'll say: I, the, fundamentally, they agree with the message or the narrative of what's going on right now. So, for the same reason that they're not worried about coronavirus anymore, <laughs> what are you laughing about? Somebody in the live chat just said, "Okay, who chucked the spear?" <laughs> it's um, uh, it's it's not it's not about principles ever. It's just about political convenience. That's why. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, so there, there's no, there's no fundamental principle against the morality or immorality of violence that guides whether you view riots as justified or not. They view riots, a lot of them, I shouldn't, but a fair portion of people view riots as justified relative to their consideration of whether they agree with the cause of them or not, where a properly moral or principled person should say, I don't care if I agree or not the violence against innocent people is wrong. Whether I agree with their worldview or not, that's not the that's not the perspective a lot of them are coming from. Okay, I got the answer for the spear part. Okay. From from what I see, it it seems like it was the Mexicans who took. The Whoa! Spear. Plot <laughs> twist. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, please give us an update if you learn more about Chicago spear war, the race war with spears. Um, I'll try. If not, then. Sure. All right. Well, thank you, man. All right, well, we got time for, uh, I think we can do one more quickly here. Uh, <laughs> Zomburger maybe had to take off. Oh, hey, uh, Red Falcor's hanging out. So uh, we can talk to Red Falcor. Live chat's we'll, been really we'll... funny tonight. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Red Falcor, you there? Uh, hey, guys. You get last word tonight. Normally, you you probably were first in the uh, role. <laughs> well, I was very close to first, yeah. and I thought, no, there's not. I'm not going to get in. So this is kind of a miracle. Uh, All right. Well, well, you made it. So yeah, perfect. Uh, so my question tonight, Matt, is uh, is uh, nothing to do with dinosaurs again, but I just like to remind people that that is something I talk about every time but uh my my question is um if you could uh prescribe the perfect secular moral society or 
superstructure, how might mm-hmm. you do it? Well, the way I arrive at, at morality, in my opinion, objective morality is very important, and I do believe in it. And the way I arrive at it philosophically currently is through the observation of the natural world. Um, does the, I think when, when you're talking about this, what is natural law? What are natural rights? They exist in the natural world. Does that mean that, that they're a product of nature by chance? Does that mean somebody put them there as in a god? I'm not super... I don't have that uh, ordered in my in my head just yet. That's kind of why I'm on this philosoph- this this religious or philosophical path that I am. What is the origin of the nature that is the origin of the rights that form morality? That's that's right. really the structure here. So yeah. for me, the, the structure of morality um, would not differ greatly from the structure of morality that we have right now, or the structure of morality that that say exists in the general Christian perspective. Yeah, the, to me, the question is not, do these rights exist? We can observe that. The question is, where did they come from? Is it just nature as a, as a, as a random chance, or is it that somebody put them there? Right. But, but is, there, is there a piece of your question that you're getting at that's... Is that, does that get to what yeah, you're I'm asking, or am I missing your question? Well, I'm just kind of wondering. I'm, I'm, I'm trying try, try to understand the role of Christianity as a vaccine against communism. Um, And uh, specifically because I am a a, a pro-science guy all the way. I was not raised in the church. Uh, I was an atheist in uh, high school, which is a little dangerous to be an atheist in high school. Hmm. But, um, but, uh, but I did, you know, I, I, I sort of always had the feeling that that there was something more. Um, Hmm. But, uh, but I see uh, no, no, no reason to, um, pick Christianity as the source of true, true, truth, other than how it has managed to, to protect us from the bloodier ideologies. Hmm. And maybe you're in a similar spot to where I am then too. That is to say, like I'm struggling Mm -hmm. with the philosophical connection that said, I see the utility and the practicality. I know that that's unsatisfactory for some people. But Bond, did you have thoughts about? I mean, about... I'm, I'm with you um, up up to the point where you say you don't know whether or not natural law has been bestowed through a creator. I mean that that does kind of form my worldview. Like I believe yeah. we have a an innate sense of morality that has been instilled by a divine creator to whom we are beholden and we should do the best that we can from a moral perspective. Sure. Um, and because I believe Jesus is the son of God, it, it can only be Christianity. I mean, I look at other prophets and I'm like, Hmm, you really, you're a super pedo. <laughs> super pedo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mom truly was a pedophile. There's, there's nothing in Islam for me. There's definitely nothing in Judaism for me. Um, and I just, I just believe it is Christianity, and that through that framework, we we have to view the world. It's the only world, it's the only wor- way that the world makes sense to me. Um, yeah. So in terms of like establishing a government, we talk about this all the time. But like, 
benevolent, benevolent Catholic monarchy, I think would probably give us a stronger society than we got a question about this coming up. So I'll save a little bit of my thoughts, but, but the monarchy case, well, I actually don't want to get into that because I'll repeat myself, but, but general ideas, defending rights is more important to me than any other organization of government beyond that. Whether you choose your leaders democratically, whether you choose them even by bloodline, if you want, (laughs) that is secondary to me to the protection of those natural rights that that we're talking about. Yeah. And then there's the question of whether or not democracy, and I know we're a constitutional republic, I know, I know, uh, whether or not democracy is the best way to defend personal freedoms and liberties. Um, I'm mm-hmm. becoming increasingly convinced that it's not, and we just thought it was because we had a society uh, w- with largely closed borders. But we've seen a variety of um, governmental structures be effective in small homogenous nations with closed borders. And so I'm wondering if democracy even had anything to do with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, and I par- partially wonder about, about, about the integration of the, uh, the, the Muslim world with the LGBT uh, c- 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 community all over the world. What what west and uh, how the those m- right. m- may influence each other? Yeah. Um. But <laughs> well, just look to the UK to watch that fun. We've been seeing that the last few years. The yeah. attempted yeah, integration really. of those communities. Anyway, we have to let you go. But uh, but thank you um, for uh, for the call and thank you for your patience this time around too. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. You guys have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Okay, that'll do it on callers. Thanks for uh, thanks for your patience, guys. While we test out this new format and this new system, to me, I I like this. Uh, I think I that think it was better. It allowed some some different voices to get in, and just estimating, looking at the list of callers, I think we got through about half of them. We could we can always do better on like a little bit of time and time issues and and getting through people a little quicker. But you know, assuming a similar level of participation. If you get your name in that window within the 10 minutes, you got a 50% shot of being in on the show. I think that's a pretty good system. But again, I'm open to some um, some thoughts about how to work with it and maybe how to improve it or modify it. So thanks for uh, bearing with us while we try out something new. And, uh, and of course, if you are trying to get in to the show and uh, you're having trouble or you can't participate live, but you'd like to participate nonetheless, send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Dot com. Put Colin show in the subject line. And remember, you can do a question by text. A tweet's length is always appreciated or as concise as possible is appreciated. Or if you prefer, you can send us a, a recording on YouTube unlisted. Send us an audio recording. Keep it to a minute or less. And we will play the audio recording and respond to it on the show. We have one of those from Scott. If you want to take care of that first. Sure. Here's Scott. First up, thanks, Matt and Blonde. Nowadays, it seems like there's all these walls going up around us in life, separating us. But your show, it's like a hole in that wall, and we can push part of ourselves through that hole and be enveloped by this great warmth. I love your work, Blonde, but it's Matt who does all the hard work unseen at that hole. Even when we sometimes unexpectedly blow up in his face or leave him with a bad taste in his mouth or occasionally even a little butt hurt. But he's always back again the next week, a real trooper. Sorry, that was quite the mouthful, wasn't it? 
I hope you're not too choked up by all I just pushed through that hole. Wow. I just saw some footage of the militia out protecting the streets of Coeur d'Alene, and I know memorials have been targeted in other cities. Have you been out there protecting that Anne Frank memorial tree, Blonde? I have. I've been out there with my <laughs> AR making sure that nobody gets to the Anne Frank tree. Have they fixed the tree yet, or is it uh, I don't know. Still... I walk past it all the time, and I still can't figure out where it ever was. So this was not like a giant tree. This was some sort of... No, because people keep chopping it down. So it's it's, it's a it's a tiny tree. <laughs> who's is it a private organization who's putting it up, or is it the Coeur d'Alene City Council, or whose property it's is some it actually? Wealthy Jewish benefactor hmm. in, in the area. But is is who's? But who's actually doing? Who's the organization that's putting it there? I guess is it a private thing? Is it a public thing? No, it's uh, just some Jewish guy who's like. Oh, it's not even thing. like a city project, or like I don't city. think so. I mean, it has like a little plaque. But oh. I can't. I can't locate it. I have no idea where it is in this park. Well, well, all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta join the club, though. Seriously speaking, you gotta walk out there nine months pregnant, uh, you know, with a rifle and a sling, just to say that you did. It seems like a fun time. That does seem like a fun time. <laughs> but truly, I've, I've never been more proud. It was so validating to like drive down the streets yesterday and see just hundreds and hundreds of burly high tea yeah. men good with guns over their backs just standing there like hanging out smoking cigars and everybody was friendly and talking to each other it was just like wow i really did the right thing by moving here it made me feel so safe and then i slept like a baby <laughs> good they they relieved your anxiety that's how yeah. good it was wow. it was just you know because i i'm always like you know is somebody gonna during these riots have been like cassandra fairbanks she got docs and somebody came to her house like a bunch of people came to her house. Ugh. recently or is this old a few days ago um Ugh. so if anybody has a contact with cassandra fairbanks tell her to move to Coeur d'Alene because i know <laughs> she has a gofundme because she's trying to relocate from like the dc area or something like that yeah um especially now that her address is out and she has a kid um like if you can if you know Cassandra or you can get a hold of her, tell her that she will be safe here and she will have a community and she will have friends and she'll be hailed as like a local hero. Hmm. Um, it was, I was just really proud to live here yesterday. It was it was great. On Sunday, we had a Black Lives Matter protest here that I, I acknowledge and I'm glad was was totally peaceful. There were no riots or vandalism or destruction. But we did have about a thousand people, according to news reports, marching downtown with all the typical Black Lives Matter rhetoric about how they're in danger or some such nonsense. Yeah. And then the news coverage I saw, they were talking to Black Lives Matter activists, black students at the college, basically. And they were saying this kind of stuff about how they're unsafe and this and that. It's like, you live in a city with almost no crime whatsoever. You could not live in a safer place for people, period. But... Not only that, like just by going out on the street and advertising your race as a point of virtue, a point of virtue, you have a crowd of a thousand people backing you up, and if, and you're still going to sit here and tell me that that my city is hostile to you yeah. in some way, that you're in danger. It would that would that bummed me out, and we didn't hostile have, and crawling with coronavirus patients. Oh yeah, the Montana hotspot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the armed presence of guys. At least I haven't seen it, and yeah. um, I wasn't out there because you know I'm doing Sunday show prep stuff. Yeah, but of course, if you did, if you had those guys standing around in Hawaiian shirts with guns, just keep just watching to keep the peace. Of course, they'd be demonized as a threat to that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's I don't great know. though. I mean. Like people here just don't care, just don't give a fuck. Just... 
Yeah, that's good to hear. I wish a little bit of that attitude would come here. And I say, I don't say that to diminish. I, I don't have to agree with your dumb protest or your dumb march to say that you should have the right to do it. So I don't have a problem with that. It's just, uh, I, I'd like to see a little, just generally speaking, I like to see armed Americans out on the street, open carrying and people fine with it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I want, because I think that that is a culture that needs to be restored. It's not to stop those people from marching or to intimidate them or anything like that. I just like that there's a community like you're describing where the sight of a firearm doesn't cause people to flip shit. I like that. So that's good to hear. Um, let's see who's next. Oh, I guess the first person is next. Eh? Uh, yeah. This is Kurt. Hey, Matt, do you think the media is hyping up racial tensions now to cover for the black on white elder abuse or because <laughs> Trump has been polling more positively with blacks recently? Um, right. We did talk about this on Sunday and suggest that that might be might be a possibility that, that could be true. And to your point, yeah, I already forgot about the black guy at the Michigan nursing home who beat that army veteran. Yeah. And, and, the, and that guy had a bunch of social media posts about like fighting for a black nation or a lot of racially motivated social media content. There are lots um, yeah. of black, black nations to which you could move. <laughs> well, that's, that's a classic example too. I mean, imagine the reverse. Imagine like, Hey, I'm sick of all these black people. So I, I'm at a nursing home and I beat up, you know, a 75 year old black man. Cause I want a white nation. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the news cycle for a week. That's every CNN Chiron for a week. A week. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the news cycle for until George Floyd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony says, I see a lot of mental gymnastics over words as violence. <laughs> Uh, and many not wanting it to be protected under the First Amendment. And these same pundits want current violence as speech to be protected by First Amendment. Well, that is the morphing of the language that um, that we always see. I, I noticed that as well. The classic example is the, the totally lawful demonstration at the Michigan State House by armed Americans. They was characterized as storming the State House. No, they just had guns. They're legally, in, in the same way you're describing, legally entitled to carry them. They submitted to temperature checks to go inside the Capitol. That was characterized as quasi-violence or the threat of violence. Meanwhile, now you have the last week of just unbelievable destruction on the streets of dozens and dozens, if not over a hundred U.S. cities now. And that's being characterized as just a, just a tiny element of a, of a speech event. <laughs> that This is the news that we're getting. Yeah. So just the the... the the mixing and mashing of language in that way is um, I, I think that's just kind of part of their, their tactic. I think they, yeah. they, they use and abuse and misuse words or reassign them meaning to be whatever's convenient for them politically. Again, getting back to that idea, there are no first principles. It's just outcome justifies the ends justify the means. Whatever I have to do to get to the end goal is fine. I don't have first principles of morality or the process that I use to get to my, to my, to my end goals. That's, that's really what we're witnessing. Uh, Juggernaut uh, says, Matt, if I remember correctly, you own a Subaru WRX. If, I, uh, if you had to get a new car around the same price range, would you get a different vehicle, a more patriotic one perhaps, or would you get another WRX? Just, ki uh, just curious. And thanks for all you guys do. Well, I don't know that it's not patriotic. Keep in mind that those, um, the, in fairness, the WRX specifically is manufactured in Japan. But Subaru has tons of manufacturing plants in the U.S., so I don't know that it's not it, that it's unpatriotic per se. That said, I love that car. I, I would happily buy another one. I also really like um, a lot of Ford's turbo models. I think those would be fun to own too. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm open to other cars. Uh, I, I don't know that I... Is it, is it a crime against your country to buy a, a foreign manufactured vehicle? No. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Um, and the Japanese build nice cars. What can I say? And the Japanese have built a lot of nice cars in the U.S. now, too, between Toyota and Subaru and, and others. Um, if that makes me, you know, not a patriot or lesser of a patriot, so be it, I guess. I guess I'll try a Ford next time. Yep. Uh, Patrick says, how do we get people to stop wearing masks? They don't accomplish anything other than the psychological subjugation of the population. And I'm sick of every store insisting that I wear one. It's making it very difficult to shop anywhere. Um, just refuse. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, a little civil disobedience, I guess, against private authorities in that case, or private business owners or whatever you want. Um the, I wonder, I wonder, for example, and also just don't go to those stores. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Costco is taking a hit because of their mask policy, for example. Are, they, are there a, a lot of people who would go to Costco but aren't because they don't want to wear the stupid mask? Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. But definitely exercise your vote with your wallet as a consumer mm -hmm. and support places where, that, that are more aligned with how you want to be treated and, and what you think is right. And if, if businesses are trying to force you to behave in certain ways that you don't want to, the other side of that arrangement is don't support those businesses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Retro robot radio says where the riots are false. The media ratings in the last week or two show major drops in ratings for CNN specifically on woo flu coverage. Some shows list half their normal viewers. No one wanted to watch 24 seven virus coverage anymore. So the media had to find a way or find a new top story. They latched onto a uh, guy killed by a cop and played the hell out of it for a week. Riots ensued. Well, I, I this is sort of the um, very convenient aspect that we've been talking about, or we talked about on Sunday with Corona dies off and all of a sudden here's George Floyd to swoop in and resume the hysteria. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't doubt that there's a significant portion of that going on. But I, I guess I don't understand the question because how would that be our fault? Like CNN's ratings in the tank, I think, is CNN's fault. Like mm -hmm. I, we, we don't have an obligation to tune into CNN or anyone else's right. coverage. Yeah. So maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm just unclear on on what the connection is to make it to make it our fault. I think I think the only thing that here as media consumers, I'm very disappointed and I, I'm talking about the country as a whole, not necessarily our subgroup here, but I'm very disappointed as, at the country as a whole. We are fresh off being Corona duped. Like we have been Corona conned. If you yeah. have not, that is not clear to you yet. And yeah. yet fresh off the Corona con. And again, I'm not saying the disease is fake. I'm saying it was hyped for political purposes. That's what I'm saying. Fresh off that, there's a bunch of people who are happily getting in line to get duped again on race war or police are racist or whatever the narrative is to, to, to put people into a frenzy this time. I'm, I'm really bummed that we are so easily manipulated in that way as a country, as a society, that we'll just allow these images to put be, be put before us and we'll be stirred into a frenzy on whatever topic they come up with to do that. That bums me out. And so if, if it is our fault, if there's anything that's our fault in that arrangement, it's um, stop being so easily duped by the frenzy, the, the, the hysteria bait that is put on the screen before you. Yep. Um, Josh says, Blonde, you say that blacks are more inclined to criminality, but what about certain white nations that have at many times almost destroyed Western civilization? 
The Soviet Union with the crimes committed due to communism. Germans, for example, destroyed the Roman Empire, a major instigator of two world wars and committed themselves to the Holocaust. Why do you ignore the criminality of whites but point out the criminality of blacks as being an inherent flaw? Um, I have an analogy for this. So if you hear about somebody that's like getting murdered in the street because of an impulsive decision, it's much more likely to be a black person. If you hear about somebody that methodically planned out how to kill their wife with an obscure poison because they wanted to bang the babysitter, that person's white. Totally. Is that, are there stats to? I could buy it, but are there stats to back that up? Is that for sure? Yeah, uh, hmm. I'm talking about uh, an impulsivity issue. Uh, white people, when they are mobilized and organized, most lethal group of people on the planet. <laughs> Just absolutely lethal. And you deadly. don't want a race war with us, man. We, we <laughs> what do you want me to say here, man? I mean, <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I, I get you. I understand. I'm just saying that like in terms of Im impulsive criminality and the warrior gene, that that is going to be more commonly innate in black people, which is why you see a lot of the more petty crimes and murder and rape um, common amongst blacks. Is, am I, is it over now? Is, <laughs> is my career over? Hell of an attempt at, uh, at, a, at a very difficult question. I don't know. I mean, speak for yourself. I, I don't know. The, I don't think they, <laughs> I guess it's directed at you. So it doesn't matter how I respond, but I, w uh, I wouldn't say that ignore that one is ignored or, or just uh, what we're talking about here too, is not to justify one, but not the other. You're talking about an explanation or an understanding for why certain things occur or, or why right. they don't at certain rates. It's not like, Oh, um, we, we don't care if a white person commits this crime or crime X, Y, and Z. No, you do. It's just as immoral, no matter who does it. Yeah. But, but the fact of the matter is they are done at different rates and there's a, I mean, why that is the case is, is a matter for debate that, uh, that rages on forever yep. and is, you know, is the best way to get Susan to come around to start axing your streams and, <laughs> and all that. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, um, but yes, anyway, thank you for the question. Uh, Dan says, in what ways do the curfews across the nation differ from the coronavirus stay-at-home orders? Are the curfews justified, and do you support them? Why or why not? So I support, uh, like, in general, I support the, the, the purpose of government, the purpose of government intervention, the purpose of the police force is to defend the rights of the people. So where there's violence and rioting going on, there's mass-scale violation of the rights of the people. Right. And so... Although I, I'm certainly not thrilled about curfew and I'm not thrilled about telling people what they can and can't do from a basic freedoms perspective. I'm not thrilled about shutting down um, a, a speech events, even, you know, um, I'm not uh, speech events that turn into violent events, which is effectively what we're seeing right now. I'm not thrilled about any of that. But the purpose of government is to defend the rights of the people when you have property being destroyed and lives being threatened by looters running rampant rioters running rampant that is the fundamental purpose of government and if there are temporary measures in place to secure those rights yeah in general i'm, I'm going to be more open to those the coronavirus issue i just don't see i don't see the fundamental right that the government is 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 pursuing in that case you make the argument i guess that it's that it's the preservation of life mm-hmm 
I get it. Yeah. And especially I get it in the case of early on where we don't have a, a concept of how deadly or contagious this disease is. You have to be overly cautious. But over time, that just stretched into like uh, you no longer have to make a risk assessment for yourself in terms of assessing assessing risk for something that's basically part of the natural world at this point. Rioters, looters, all that. That's not a part of the natural world out there. That's people engaging in rampant criminality. The virus is is the same thing as the virus is a natural part of the world in the same way that an animal could attack you or something else like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you have the right to lock people in their homes uh, because there's there's general risk out in the world. I think that if you have to stop people from violating the rights of others, then that's a more justified reason to start to start doing this sort of thing as much as I don't want to see it and as much as I think it should be on a very temporary basis um and and the 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 thing about the the other comparison i'll make too is if you are a person who thinks that you are extremely at risk because of coronavirus or it's very dangerous or any of that you just you decide it's too risky for you you can stay home and your rights are not being violated if you're in a city where there are looters and rioters running rampant on the streets staying home doesn't make a difference as to whether people break down your your door or break down your windows or whatever else mm-hmm. So the, I would say that there are some differences here yeah. in terms of how those compare. But uh, have, I, have I missed anything? Do you have any thoughts no, on that? No, that was a good answer. Um, oh, shoot. I lost my place. Where are we? Henry? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet leftists would stop rioting and sweep George Floyd's death under the rug if they uncovered a picture of him wearing a mega hat. <laughs> Real talk, do you think that by the end of this month there will be a big news story that's completely replaced the riots? Who knows at this point? Maybe. Uh, yeah, by by July first, are we still talking George Floyd? Definitely not George Floyd. Maybe Black Lives Matter race riot stuff broadly, but not George Floyd. Yeah. And oh God, th- this at this at this rate, I get there's probably going to be a new hysteria every damn month through November. There's probably going to be a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. So buckle up. It's going to be even it's be a weird weirder. Year. Uh, James says, I recently watched a vid by Sargon in which he expressed the view that it's our duty to in society to marry and reproduce, at least at replacement level, in order to preserve our culture and assist in economic stability for future generations. Similarly, I've heard Alana Locke have expressed the view that it is our duty to our ancestors to marry and have children to honor their sacrifices and continue their genetic line. Mm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this concept. My position is that we have a duty only to ourselves and this one life of which we're gifted to pursue our own pleasure in whatever direction that may lead. Um, I think that we are certainly under obligation to have children. Uh, That being said, if you cannot or don't want to, you think you would be a bad parent, don't. Um, And try to contribute in whatever other way you can. Uh, It's not like a death sentence if you you can't have kids. But, um, you know, our ancestors went through a a great many hardships that we cannot even fathom so that we could be here and we have to do the same. Hmm. This is a tough question that I haven't put a lot of thought to. I think, do you have a moral obligation to, to reproduce? That is fundamentally the question here. Um, I think that, that you have, you certainly have a, a natural urge natural desire to do that i think there's something fundamentally right about doing that because mm-hmm. again it's a, what is the purpose of of human what is your purpose here as a human being um carrying on your your genetic material is, is part of that purpose i suppose is it is it immoral not to do that to a degree that 
I don't know, should be punished or should be shamed or should be, I don't know, otherwise frowned upon. That, I don't know, I, I, I can't give a clear answer to this question without putting more thought to it. Like, would you say that not having kids, let's say you're a perfectly healthy person who otherwise could, and you just decide not to, you decide that you're not a family person, you don't want a family, is that a moral failing, even though... Yeah, I would say yes, but then I don't want people to have kids if they think that they're going to be bad parents. Hmm. I I would say that that I think fundamentally there's just something inherent to happiness in the human you talk about pursuing pursuing pleasure in whatever direction that may lead. I, I understand that perspective too. And, and I guess I would respond even if you're pursuing even if you're pursuing that angle, that is to say, if you have kids because you view it's a moral obligation inherent to your purpose, or you have, or you take the view that that life is about pursuing your own pleasure, I I'm not convinced those actually lead to different end results for the vast majority of people. That is to say, that I think for a huge portion of people, maybe not everybody, and maybe not you, James, but I think for most, the overwhelming majority, pleasure does mean having a family and having kids. Uh, it, and it, you might not, if I don't know what age you are for, for me in my twenties, I thought I was that kind of person. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I'll get married. I don't know if I have kids. I can't see myself doing it now. I know because everybody's going to reach that point too, where your peak as a person, it, it's kind of all downhill from here. You know what I mean? Right. You reach your peak as a person and then it's a downhill ride. And to have a fulfilled life, I really do think you have to live vicariously through your kids once you're at that age. Because otherwise, what's you don't have much to to live for. There's no purpose. There's no purpose. There's less purpose once you're kind of on that downhill slide of your life. There's something to human fulfillment about living through your children and your family that I think any pleasure-seeking person should actually seek. Right. I don't. Now that I know, not that I'm on the, not that I'm on the downhill or whatever, but I know that day will come for me, and I want to have, when my decline starts and when I leave this world, I want to have something that I built and something to show for it. I think that's part of pleasure and part of fulfillment. Yeah. And I think that is for most people. So I don't know. Um, good question though. That's a tough thinker. More than I have brain power to supply to right now. Uh, Drew says, am I the only one that has very little sympathy for Floyd or the cop? Do you think these riots have sever, uh, have served to push more people away from the left or more to the left? And do you think it's a violation of someone's right to protest if the police break up an entire event because of a few bad instances? Mm. That's a good question. That is to say how much violence is is necessary to justify the... Not the denial of, but the, I, I suppose, denial of rights in that specific circumstance. It's not that you can't protest ever, you can't speak ever, but that particular protest is being broken up because some people committed some violence. Uh, if there's a thousand people there and one person does it and the police break it up, is that a violation of 999 people's First Amendment rights? No. Uh, I, if you get lost in these traps, we have to think, what is the line? Like if a guy punches a guy, is it over for everybody? If there's a shooting, is that the line? What is the line? I guess physical, uh, yeah. Any kind of physical violence. Probably. Any kind of physical, well, any kind of physical violence is enough to, any kind of physical violence is sufficient to me to see intervention to, to maintain order and maintain the peace and maintain the preservation of people's rights. But yeah, I, 
I guess you just got to go with proportionality. If a guy punches a guy, break up the fight, arrest the aggressor, and and then resume the peace. Like if a guy punches a guy, I don't think you should tear gas the whole crowd and move them out of a park for the entire day or something. Right. There's just there's got to be common sense. I hate to go that route, but you know, there's got to be some proportionality here. Uh, I, I'd be curious to know. Drew doesn't explain, but I wonder. Very little sympathy for Floyd. I wonder what the the reason is in that case. Even if I think. Even if I think that Floyd was like, he died mostly because of drugs or something like that. I still don't think what happened to him was justified. How could you ever know? What what did Floyd do that was wrong, I guess, other than the the fraudulent bill, the counterfeit bill? Anyway, thanks for the question. Um, Management says, with the new information we have currently, one, Floyd has drugs in his system. Two, he resisted getting in the car. Three, the neck restraint used is in the Minneapolis procedure manual. And four, Chauvin was arrested with excited delirium while waiting for EMS, or concerned, sorry, uh, with excited delirium while waiting for the EMTs. Um, what do you think the probability... What, what, is, what does that mean exactly? I have he no was, idea. Uh, oh, he was concerned with excited delirium. Is that what Floyd had? I don't know. Or who had excited delirium? I guess he was worried about Floyd. Oh. Uh, what do you think the probability of Chauvin getting convicted is? I mean, I think it's high. Did you Look see they upgraded Ellison up the charge? Did you see that today? It was murder one, isn't it? Two. Okay, and then the other murder. cops are also getting charged with murder. Aiding and abetting murder, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that there's a, a high probability of conviction. Uh, I I don't know, I don't know what the the letter of the law says in this case, and what the evidence to support that letter of the law will be. All I know is this will be one of the most politically pressured trials in a long time. Yes. And if, if Chauvin or any of those cops are, are let off, uh, get ready for round two. It might be worse. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be, I, I imagine this trial will take a while though. We, yeah. we won't get an answer on this for a while. Yep. VR says, why does the LGBT get a whole freaking month to celebrate their pride while veterans in the military get barely a mention anywhere North of a week? or our national holidays. In addition, are you blonde, some kind of seer? I normally run a week or two behind with your shows. Uh, and you had mentioned race riots in episode 208. I nearly choked to death with how right you were. I didn't, I don't remember that. I don't you? even remember saying that. Uh, seems uh, well, fairly obvious. Something like this was going to happen. So maybe your prediction was spot on. We'll have to go back and, uh, and listen. Well, I don't know what was even happening in 208. That was the day before the George Floyd killing, so it would have been really timely if if you if you nailed it that way. As far as the uh, the holidays, keep in mind LGBT Month or whatever Pride Month is not it's not a federal holiday or anything like that. It's just all it is is a bunch of people getting together virtue signaling. Now, to your point, <laughs> could we could we accumulate as much social action to do the same sort of thing for veterans? Um, Maybe. I mean, some of that is just like, well, uh, get the organizational effort going and let's do that. Uh, the, the Pride Month stuff is just because someone sat down and decided we're going to do this. We're going to make a Pride Month and we're going to browbeat everybody into joining our exactly. Virtue Signal yeah. Club. I don't know if you can. Maybe we don't have the same browbeating power, but we can we can do that same sort of thing. You don't have to have government designation. You can just say this is what it is. And if you're going to put blacked out pictures all over your uh, social media. We're going to counter it with something else. Or if you're going to put rainbow, (laughs) I guess I'm just glad that the best thing about having black pictures all over social media, blackout pictures was at least I didn't have to look at people's faces with a rainbow overlay for a day, which is coming. We're already there. I'm sure people are switching it now from black blackout to rainbow overlay. 
Uh, oh, this is Lyle. Yeah. What are your thoughts on monarchy, either constitutional or absolute as a political system? Do you think a republic is more stable than a monarchy? Oh, wow. We just talked about this. Yeah, this was the one I was talking about. Um, I'm into I'm into monarchy. Did he call? And we talked about no, this? no. It's so, well, uh, Red Falcor kind of referenced a theme of this. And oh, yeah. I mentioned okay. that we had this question, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into this again because I have to pee. Um, okay. But... Cool. I do think that monarchy is a feasible long-term governmental system. As long as I said it prior and I'll say it again, as long as the preservation of natural rights are the first and foremost priority of any governmental system, that is the most important box to check for me. Right. Secondary box is how those leaders are chosen. Um, Now I would like a system where bloodline doesn't, doesn't matter. I don't want to select my leader because his dad was important. I want to select my leader because that guy's a good leader. So I'm still more inclined to a, a democratic republic type type system. But to the point that you were making, if either system is doing its job of preserving the rights of the people, is the distinction really as great as we believe it is? Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't actually matter that much. Yep. Uh, all right, let's uh, Luna chick says, uh, what do you think of the R rage carbine uh, LAR 15? I'm unfamiliar with that one. And, and are there any recommendations you would make for a reasonably priced AR 15? So um, I'm not familiar with that model. I'll say this to anybody who is looking to get just like basic level AR builds and kits. Um, the bet, your best bet is probably just to check out what they have at, at shops in your area. Cause you're going to, if you try to shop online, you're going to have shipping costs. You're going to have transfer fees. Those yeah. add up. If you're on a budget, those are costs to worry about. But if you are, if you are looking to shop online and have something shipped to your FFL and go through all that, um, I like Palmetto state armory. I think they've got not only really affordable as for my purposes, decent quality rifles, uh, but they also have a lot of kits. So if you're interested in building your own, they have great kits to put together yourself too. So that that would be what I would um, what I would consider. And I've 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 put together a few kits of theirs myself. Some of the other rifles I have are just assembly. Uh, they're they're custom builds based on parts, uh, based off of parts that I've that I've put together. So um, so yeah. Uh, in in general, Palmetto State I think is a great is a great spot for an entry level person to to check out if you're looking to get into the uh, AR-15 world. Sam says, do you think it is normal for young for a young man to want to look forward to want or look forward to going to war to clarify. I don't mean someone who simply wants to go kill people or make himself look like a hero. Uh, do I think it's normal for a young man to, to want to defend the values uh, for which his country stands and, and is built upon? Uh, I think that's totally normal. In fact, I think it's very admirable. And I don't know if you say this on your own behalf or just spitballing, but if you're, if you're feeling that sort of thing, um, absolutely. There's, I don't, there's nothing abnormal about it. I think it's, I think it's admirable, but I think it's a moral thing. I think it's a great thing. So if you, and there's a lot of nostalgia in wartime too. I know a lot of people that, um, did a tour of Iraq or Afghanistan, then immediately went back. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously when you say looking forward to going to war or to a war, it, to clear, when you say you clarify that you're not you're not thinking about oh I want to go kill people or I want to be here what you're saying is you you want to stand up for your country I assume mm-hmm. is what you mean by that question if that's what motivates you potentially to want to join the military absolutely please do and I thank you if you decide to do that that sounds like a great thing that that um you know that that's that's pursuit of purpose and that's pursuit of country so uh, so good for you if you make that decision 
I thought I was going to make it, but I have to go to the bathroom. Well, we're, we're with super chat time now anyway. Oh, uh, can you tell me where we left off? Nicolia e Craft. I can okay. read that one if you want to. Yeah, I don't even have Super um, Chat open. So my friend is a security a guard at a college in downtown Davenport, Iowa. Crazy rioting. He shot three people with beanbag shells. Ugh. We're trying to loot the campus. He's scared. He's going to have to kill someone for his job. Jeez. Holy cow. Well, my God, all the best. Um, Izzy Long is the next one. Oh, Izzy is here. Let me find... Uh, Tinfoil yeah, thought right. experiment. The riots were a way to force the COVID second wave and the bricks were laid by big pizza to get people <laughs> to build brick pizza ovens. Lol, thoughts. Oh like my gosh. Thing. I love that phrasing. Uh, big everything is funny. Like I, my, my fiance works at the health food store portion of the grocery store. I always joke that she works for big health, basically. <laughs> Corona. A friend of hers sent a joke that sticks to the state. Maybe he's even listening. I don't know. But he sent her a, a, a joke that uh, coronavirus was all a big hoax put forth by big poop. Like the, tulip, <laughs> the, the toilet paper thing was a hoax for, for big poop. Yeah. So big pizza I like is, it. Uh, is a funny angle on that one, too. So thanks, Izzy. Uh, Hoof hearted uh, says, uh, curious to see data in a year concerning Metro Police Department's turnover or police academy applications. I dare to say there will be a lot less people wanting to protect and serve in this democratic utopia. And that's the other side of this, too. Um, yes, we all want police to uphold to, to be held to a high standard. High, I think a good argument for a higher standard than, than civilians should be held to. But uh, we have to recognize that when we go so far as to demonize and distrust police by default and even try to I don't know, destroy their lives and that sort of thing, that that is a self-defeating uh, effort because then those cops who are doing it for the right reasons and who are genuinely good people who want to protect their communities, they're going to be discouraged from becoming cops. And all of a sudden, all you get is the power-hungry, maliciously motivated uh, type of people who you don't want. So we do, I think we do need to be careful about how far we go in demonizing police officers and going after them for exactly that reason. Uh, Graham Godfrey says, I just sent the gun ban letter I got from Justin the Tyrant to your email. Uh, break the news, eh? I will have to check it when I'm, uh, when I'm finished up here, uh, but I will take a look. And, uh, you know, I, as far as I understand, you got, what, two years? Two years until Justin is coming for your guns, so go boating in the meantime and definitely be safe. Don't have any boating accidents. Uh, I'm going to check in over on um, DLive really quick because we haven't checked in there tonight. ETC says several things. When the knee thing happened, I said as a joke, oh, no, another COVID death. Well, look at me now. Yeah, how how long until George Floyd is counted as a coronavirus death? He probably already is. <laughs> yeah. Tony Timpa was like a 1,000 times worse or a 100 times worse than Floyd. I haven't had time to look into all the details of Tony Timpa, but the cops making fun of him while he died is pretty bad. And if it was a black guy, you definitely would have heard a lot about that. Uh, he also says, I don't even know what that tree is. Good stick to say oh, uh, to that story, Blonde. Trust the plan. While all this is happening, Obamagate is underway. That's true. You also have a lot of important uh, congressional testimony going on that's kind of uh, below the radar right now, too. Um, Jen Collins says, driving around intoxicated and resisting arrest. Oh, that this must be the update on what George Floyd did wrong. Um, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about, uh, obviously he's wasted on the, uh, he's wasted on the footage. At least clearly it looks that way on the surveillance footage. And presumably he was driving his car, although I don't see footage of him driving the car, but he was at least sitting in it. I, th uh, I think the cops pulled him over is how this happened, or I, I'm not sure. I feel but like we're really in, grasping at straws here. In any case, I, even if like 
I, I don't think that he resisted arrest. I don't see any evidence that he resisted. Um, yeah. uh, so if you got video footage, I, I would like to see it. Um, drunk driving is certainly drunk or intoxicated driving, whatever's going on. That's not worthy of sympathy in its own for its own sake, of course. But I also don't think that's worthy of, of the sort of police brutality that we saw in this case. Again, as someone who thinks there's more than meets the eye yeah. in this case, but I have to go with what I can observe with my own eyes for now. And um, so that's why I say I, I wouldn't, I, I, even if all of those facts are true, I'm, I'm still sympathetic with what happened with George Floyd. I don't think it's deserving of, of, a, of a knee to the neck while he's losing consciousness or whatever's going on with him. Did you do super chats or did you just, uh, I, I hopped over to D live for a second. So we're good on D live, but now Laurel's up next on super chat. Uh, by the way, I did the right thing moving from center city, Philadelphia to rural New Hampshire. It's been a hundred percent peaceful here. My garden is growing. My rabbits and chickens have babies. My guns are loaded. <laughs> well, there you go. You. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a life, man. Sure. says, I read that the officer has eight other complaints uh, than nothing more. Might it be because so many, were white and it ruins the race arguments too much. Yeah, that, and that would be interesting to follow up on. And I would, a lot of them weren't public because they weren't disciplined. So we can't actually get that information from the Minneapolis police department. As far as I understand, maybe we can, maybe there's a public records request. I don't know. I don't know if you can access that information, but to your point, maybe he's just a cop who's overly aggressive and it's not a racial thing at all. Maybe he's, maybe he is just a dick. Maybe he is just physical with people. That's a distinct possibility. And there's no race element. What if he did this to 10 other white guys? Yeah. And you never heard about it. Um, uh, Karen Ath says, if we're getting into tinfoil theories, it turns out the shop owner who called the cops on Floyd is connected to Ilan Omar. Really? No way. I, I, if that's true, please email me that. If there's like a whole circle of people who are a party to this case that I, I find that How very bizarre. interesting. I, I'd, I'd please do email me. Cause I'd be curious to know what the connection is. Um, E Quaria says, speaking of virtue signaling, my employer is a big one, one close to your show right now. We had a Skype meeting today. The host, a prominent exec cried, bash racism and praised diversity. Duh. It was a great speech. Just <laughs> it's was like it a woman. You don't have to speak. Do they do this on every political issue? Why do we have to speak about this political issue in a political context? Yeah. In in a political context, yeah. Yeah, dare hey. Military force around White House for protest National Guard in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, around police headquarters. I don't want to know what is possible if someone does stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. It's it's a powder keg out there right now. You don't want to challenge these things, I don't think. Talenza, I'm glad to have my job to distract me from the news, but I've been outdoors getting sunburned and chigger bites. The insect population is only 13% chiggers, but they commit over half. Is that an actual time. bug? It or is. am I, are we, that is an actual bug. It is. They leave little tubes in your skin and it's super itchy. Wow. Okay. And then they rob you. Yeah. They look like ticks or something. <laughs> that was funny. Come on. I, it is, I was just like, I didn't know yeah. that was a, I've never heard of chiggers. <laughs> Uh, sans wine congratulations to the birth of the federal state of the new china yeah really yeah um red wall 1521 i just saw a leftist post the big shorts clip about how a one percent increase uh in unemployment causes forty thousand deaths coronavirus related wonder how long it'll take them to say uh violent looting is bad yeah really um, Did you hear i heard chris cuomo all but defending looting on cnn 
like looting is bad, but the anger is righteous. So you, you kind of get it. And this is what I'm talking about. It's like a fundamentally immoral act is viewed as more or less moral based on the motive of the, 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 like the motive behind the person doing it. Yeah. It's kind of, um, well, anyway, I don't want to go down this road too much, but yeah, just, it's not that hard to say, uh, violating other people's property rights or committing violence against them is wrong. Period. doesn't matter whether you're doing it as a love crime or a hate crime. It's wrong. Yep. Brett Fafata says, watched NBC News tonight, not a single mention of the words rioting or looting. Only interviews from black people also claim that tear gas helps spread corona. <laughs> the media is inflaming. Is coronavirus coming back now? Are we getting a resurgence? That dead eye guy. Long time no talk. We're living in some very tumultuous times, but I hope you all are well. We are. My wife and I are starting to try for our first child this month. We're stoked. Keep doing what you do. Good luck. Best of luck to you. Yeah, good to hear from you, man. And uh, all the best. And, uh, a, a early congratulations, I hope, if we don't speak in the meantime. Um, I wanted to say, too, about the idea of coronavirus coming back. The New York City Health Commissioner, I forget the title, uh, but a guy who's who's a public health official in New York City was tweeting out, if there is a resurgence of coronavirus, don't blame the protests, he said. Blame racism. Because it was the racism that caused the people to go out in the street to spread coronavirus. <laughs> that's I'm so that's, tired of this. Yeah, already. that's where we are. Dangerous spaces. Riots are distracting from Obamagate hearings. That's what yeah, do. could be. A uh, fiercest squirrel. Springfield, Mass. is having protests right now. Just so you guys are aware. Protests in air quotes. So they yeah. must be very peaceful. I'm sure. Very peaceful. YouTube name. I was in Philly during the Philly is Baltimore protest, which was a 500 person march around my neighborhood after dark. It was clearly meant to intimidate with some hope of spilling the violence. That is, mm. it's, it's also like the threat of intimidation. Mm. Uh, gay dad's bear. Georgie's autopsy just came out and they said he had COVID-19. Oh my God. <laughs> he is going to count as a coronavirus death. That is, a, he said, this is not a joke, but is that? Yeah, I know. No, uh, 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 the, uh, I know that there was the, the medical examiner's report that we talked about. The family had the Epstein guy do an examination and he concluded that asphyxiation was causal, which was contrary to what the medical examiner said. This might be new. He said it just came out. So it's possible that we have yet another examination now that says George Floyd had corona. I swear to God. What are they going to do with that? If he counts in the Minnesota state count of coronavirus deaths, this story has gone full circle. It, and that's probably true. what will happen. Meth, fentanyl, and COVID. And cor coronavirus. He died with coronavirus. George Floyd did. He died with coronavirus. He counts. Holy Get Dr. Burks up there to say, we count coronavirus deaths very liberally. George Floyd is in the tally. That's going to complicate the narrative, eh? Well, I don't, I don't know how it makes it any different, but like, what, what, did, what is the fact that he was COVID positive have to do with? Well, I mean, they're always acting like it's considerably more dangerous than it is and can contributory to, is that a word? Well, no matter what, it was racism. Cause it's either, it's either the racism of the cop's knee on his neck or the fact that coronavirus is a racist virus that attacks black people more strongly, which of course we also know. Brendan Lucas, any movement that demands you submit is not a moral cause. These rioters aren't victims. They're products of an affluent society who have no stake in it. Appeasement isn't possible. Mm. <laughs> Go, going back really quick. Sorry. I, the only other thing I have to say about this, we know that there are breathing complications with some of the substances he had in his, in his system. We also know that well, what, what's the problem with coronavirus breathing complications. Yeah. 
Is it possible that a combination of substances and yes, coronavirus is in fact why he died? I think that getting his neck kneeled on for four to six minutes or whatever it was has to also contribute. I don't know if he actually died of coronavirus. The story is complete. I'm sure he didn't actually die of coronavirus. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Uh, the least I'm the telling kingdom. you. Rooftop he was stumbling per- because of coronavirus just prior. Didn't you see him? He couldn't walk any further. That's terrible. All right, Rooftop going. Koreans are one of the best parts of the U.S. I'm with you there. Uh, Philip J. Fry, yeah. do you feel yourself blackpilled more than optimistic during this? I see 95% of my friends on social media, even conservative ones, supporting the protest riots. No one seems to be raising questions. Yeah encountering just how stupid people are uh, but but covid is what blackpilled me hmm. this is just like an addendum to the the realization that everybody's a fucking retard <laughs> to try to give you a point for optimism keep in mind the people out there who don't buy into the narrative and who are asking questions there are plenty of them for a lot of them they live apolitical lives and it's just a risk or cost benefit type analysis if i post those questions on facebook it does nothing but bring negativity to my life so i'll just you know i'll sit and think about these questions in the privacy of my own mind and home yeah but i won't post them publicly i i would just caution in any context don't view social media as a gauge of public opinion it's not it's a gauge of really loud really annoying people John Martin, maybe it's me, but I'm picking up a whiff of cynicism. You guys, okay? Have you watched this show before, John Martin? I know you have. <laughs> We're just cynical now. It's just the, it's the way things are. Uh, uh, Black Magic, wake careful. up, sheeple. Careful. Oh, what am I supposed to do about this? I don't know if we can read that one. Uh, You're gonna get us in trouble, dude. The media is lying to you <laughs> to keep you in a state of fear, anger, and confusion to subvert your society and dominate your will. No adjective before media at all. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, Jimny P. Um, it will never turn full civil war because those people have nothing to fight for. Mm-hmm. There's no civil rights struggle. There's nothing at stake. And these college educated morons have everything to lose. That's uh, true. Hopefully the last gasp, the last gasps of a dying party. That would be fantastic if that's the outcome here. But or these are the last gasps of a dying society. Um, yeah. A very dead horse. I'm not hoping for that, but uh, there are certainly, there are, let's put it this way. Whether it's society or your personal life, there are worse things than death, including being imprisoned. Yeah. So if society dies to avoid imprisonment, I'll take it. A very dead horse says, no joke, just saw Floyd actually had COVID-19. Wow. (laughs) Breaking news. Uh, Daniel Davis. I can't wait to read about this. This is going to be fascinating. Wow. Autopsy just revealed George was positive with coronavirus. So are they going to change his cause of death? Does it change anything? It definitely challenges the narrative. Uh, Seal egg. Here are some Corona bucks for the boog waiting for my charging handle and bolt carrier group. And my AR 10 build will be complete. Stay sweet. Congratulations. I should build one myself. Eventually thing is, I just, I don't have a lot of, um, I don't have a lot of 308 rifles cause I just, I'm never going to shoot them. They're expensive to shoot and I don't hunt. Yeah. So, uh, but I probably should, you know, just for, uh, just from a safety perspective, a preparedness perspective, I probably should. Eric K. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate to the government of any other John Adams. I, yeah, it's, it's a profound quote in that, that freedom and liberty really depend on uh, the individual's ability to morally govern himself. And if you live in a society that has no morals or rejects the idea of objective morality, or just doesn't subscribe to any concept of morality, 
Uh, freedom and liberty, although I do think that they are inherently part of your, your humanity, they do become forces for the negative very quickly, yeah. absent some sort of moral structure to guide the individual, no doubt. Uh, John Martin, LA County Health Director categori- categorically declared the disparate COVID-19 outcomes were a direct result of racism. Gee, I wonder why LA County is a third world hellhole. It really is. Yeah. Um, Bare Bones says the Anne Frank tree is in hiding. Oh, that's where it went. All right. Thank you. CH, didn't know you lived in CDA Blonde. I'm in Spoke Compton. Would mm. love to buy you a non-alcoholic beer. Um, Matt, can we get the full strength stuff? You know, because of the implication. That is it's also and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Joe, because I double love this guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's hang out. Shoot me an email. Uh, Dangerous Spaces. Here most weeks, I can clean up the list for you. Okay. Sure. If you're if you're volunteering, I'd appreciate it. Um, and it's it's nice to have that nice clean list. So thank you for doing that. Um, I'm a psychopath. Love you guys and always wish you a ton of success on YouTube. But have you ever thought about uh, thought about if you get too big that your likelihood of getting shut down by wiki wiki grows exponentially? It's kind of a double edged sword conundrum. We have thought about it, um, but we've really been riding that line for over four years now. And and Susan has, in terms of like actual growth of the show, I mean, th- my channel had a you know a nice a r- upward trend during those meritocracy years that we were talking about. For the last year, when Susan shut channels like this out to the recommendation algorithm, search results, all that, like, I mean, we are at a at a crawl of growth. And I don't say that to complain because I love what I do and I love the community. It is frustrating to know that absent Susan's meddling, you wonder what would be possible in terms of the reach of the voices, not just mine or ours, but other people in this same sphere of, of YouTube. Yeah. Um, we're in a weird spot with WikiWiki Wiki because she's done enough to punish my channel and channels like it to make it less visible at the same time for whatever reason. Like I, I'm baffled that's that WikiWiki Wiki has not banned the monetization on my channel specifically because of the super chat. Yeah. And I know channel, that's not to say that I'm the Lord of spice. I'm not. There are some of you in the super chat who are quite spicy, but what I do mean is I know lots of other channels like ours that have a significantly less aggressive chat and less spicy periodic conversations on their show that have been banned that have been totally demonetized, super chat removed. I I do think it helps that I don't make videos anymore. Maybe. I I don't know. I don't know the reasoning, but I do know this. I I'm confident that the, that the durability of this show and this channel is sufficient to survive even a wiki wiki ban. If we're banished to D live or we're banished to wherever, I mean, I, I think that we, this community is strong enough that we'll just move somewhere else. And will we lose some of you in the process? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, but Susan can't ban the, the, the community that is this show. We'll just associate with each other elsewhere. So uh, Frank not Underwood. too worried about it says why is blonde naked are we doing the birth live on the Colin <laughs> show no i'm wearing a tube dress yeah because nothing fits me anymore because of my 35 pound weight gain from the baby mm. um i'm so miserable i just want to go into labor right now yukon don thanks as always for the sanity safe space best of luck blonde thank you good god bless and stay safe both of you i need to read well, that was uh that was a very generous one too thank you for that i appreciate i that. am not going to be niggardly Uh, I got Jamie up next. Okay. Jamie says, uh, it will be, Oh no, that was the one you just read, right? 
next few weeks of COVID? Or did you read UConn? No, no. Oh, it, Jamie says it'll be interesting the next couple of weeks of uh, to see if there is a spike in the COVID cases. Also, tomorrow is an excellent day to have your baby. Just ask my mom. Yep, it's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. And uh, yeah, we'll see. But again, as I said, if there is a spike of coronavirus, it's because of racism. It's because racism put those people out in the street to spread coronavirus. Dangerous Spaces says, uh, thought the anger over Trump uh, thought on anger over Trump in front of the church. Uh, I, I didn't follow the story super closely. I just, that, that level, that the sort of meaningless political fights, I just don't care about. I, I just, I have no appetite for looking into that stuff. I saw that they claim that Trump cleared the crowd and used tear gas to disperse the crowd so he could walk across the street to do the, the Bible photo op. And then I saw the park service say that, no, we didn't actually deploy tear gas. And it, the, the chain of orders isn't, doesn't, necessarily indicate that the order was given so trump could cross the street it's all i it's media v trump in the classic sense but with all the the really important shit going on right now yeah i just i didn't care about that story that much it's like yeah it's trump v media slap fight but meanwhile like people's lives are being destroyed and looting and rioting and destruction all that kind of stuff uh frank says the race riots is a media psyop created to uh, bind black people to the Democrats, demoralize white people, and hurt Trump's chances in 2020. First, they failed with the jogger, but now they succeed. I can't. I, I do view whether this is a, a reaction to an to an organic event or whether there's more plotting going on. I do view a lot of this as deliberate Contrived. political opportunism, no doubt. Mark Duquesne, Philadelphia screwed up the Spanish flu by having a parade. Leftists have a parade in every major city for a week. Yeah. Either the Rona is BS or there'll be a lot less Democrats by fourth. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, Derek Finley, Obama turned the White House into rainbow colored lights for LGBT BS. I think it was more appropriate to move Trump to black out the White House for George. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Uh, over on D Live, Gizmo says, thanks for a great show. Uh, love you guys. Keep it. Keep preaching. Well, thanks for tuning in. I have a bunch um, more. Oh, really? Okay. Dangerous spaces. Where's BLM for these black victims of rioting? I know, right? Uh, Sagar says, thoughts in the UK working on an agreement with the US to allow for some Hong Kongers to resettle in the United States. Uh, I thought that the UK was working on that too. Or is that, did you, sorry, I missed I the mean, chat. fine, I guess. But there was something whatever. with Boris Johnson about that too. I'm not jazzed about it, but. Onionhead, uh, TIL, freedom of expression doesn't mean you can yell fire in a crowded theater, but apparently it means you can start one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Hikaru Swift, my friend says that the lack of fathers in the black communities because of disproportionate incarcerations. Is this true? If so, is it due to racism? Uh, no, it's it's due to disproportionate criminality. God. Yeah, I think there's, uh, I don't, I'm not an expert on this too, but there's some argument that a lot of the harsher penalties imposed by the crime bill made it so there was longer incarceration for crimes that are comparatively minimal. But to the point you're making, how many of those incarcerated fathers are wrongly incarcerated as in innocent? Some I'm sure, but probably a very small percentage. But a small it's percentage. not zero, but it's also not 80, you know, it's not 50. Yeah. They're, they're, the criminality behind the incarceration is real. And I don't think, People will still try to argue that the criminality itself is a product of racism. That is to say, you've been redlined into a bad neighborhood in such poverty that you have no choice but criminality. Uh, okay. I mean, the solution is always, it's, it's always like, we just didn't cut a, a big enough check. If we cut yeah. a big enough check next time, all next of these time, problems will yeah. be solved, I'm sure. 
Um, Rusty Frank says, wanted to know your thoughts on Earn It Act and potential violations of the First and Fourth Amendment. Great show as always. Looking forward to the next one, K-Bye. I don't know anything about uh, I have not looked into this. I could refresh my memory quickly, but I, I can't probably give you an answer that would be satisfactory on uh, on the First and, and uh, Fourth Amendment implications of it, just off the top of my head. So I will have to... I'll just have to look into it, man. I'm uh, I'm googling it right now. Oh, it's oh, um, it's a it's apparently a it's a, it's a, an act to cur- to call for internet companies to curb child sexual abuse material on their platforms. So okay. something to do with you know child pornography or or it says child sexual mm. abuse. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. Just as distinct from say child porn. That's literally all I know about it. I don't know that I can open. I mean, generally in favor of not having child sexual abuse on the internet. Um, but, but, uh, I guess the first and fourth amendment implications would be about what defines that from a, from a, a speech or content perspective. And then what are the terms in terms of searching, searching for it, uh, and, and, and finding evidence and convicting people of that. Um, dangerous spaces, burning buildings are the new candlelights, I guess. Um, <laughs> great vigil. Yeah, really. I'm a psychopath ending on a positive note. If I don't get a chance, good luck blonde with the birth of your baby. You're going to be an awesome mom and kudos thought you might be live streaming the show from your bathroom by now. Um, <laughs> I want to be it's pretty soon. It's, it's been hard to do the show. Um, yeah. Bill McPherson, uh, Becca, you've been blacklisted or you've been blackpilled forever. Now, Matt, 300 BLK out is a hunting round. Um, yeah, I mean, you certainly could hunt with it. I don't, I, I have a one, uh, 300 blackout chambered upper and, um, and I, I really, ha- I thought I was going to use it for defensive purposes, but it's not even my go-to home defense at this point. But I, but I do have one and I've been meaning to buy a suppressor for it forever, but I just haven't. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely could hunt with it. The, th- the trouble is my upper is like a, it's a, you know, it's a short, it's a short upper. It's like 10 and a half inches or something. So uh, you're going to have to be close or you're going to have to be really skilled with a short barrel yeah. at long range to, to land your shot with that one. Uh, love you guys. Glad we could speak tonight. Also Rebecca, great hair. Thank, ooh, thank you. Um, oh, you said he got into to quite frankly. Good. I'm glad to hear oh, that. Sorry, I has got a great part. show. Uh, Denver Royals. We have tons of baby girl clothes, blonde. I can send you a closet full after our daughter has grown so fast. I actually, I had a baby shower this week and I, um, I got some loot. Everybody was super generous. So, well, congratulations. All right. We're good. Um, just a couple more over on Streamlabs, and I think we're good. Uh, Dell has a, a mod update for us. Always the opportunist. Mod decided to take advantage of the current unrest and do a little looting of her own. Yeah, I don't think the Girl Scouts are going to sell cookies around here again. Oh, no. Wow. That's, that's, well, that's the mod way. I can't say I'm surprised. Thank you, Dell. Uh, Hypnagogic Monk says, with the obvious decline in the U.S. race relations in the last decade, do we make uh, did we make a mistake electing Obama? I don't mm. I I think that Obama had uh, an undeniably negative effect on race relations. For sure. I I'm not going to sit here and say that like accuse him of of being intentional or deliberate uh at least off off the cuff without specific evidence to cite. Yeah. I know he said it like in the Trayvon case Trayvon looks like he could be my son and things like that. But it is it is I think it's undeniable that whether he intended to do that or whether it was just the effect Race relations are worse than than before him, in my opinion, just in my own experience. I would assume you agree, but I don't know. Yeah, totally. Uh, it actually ended up being long term really good for Republicans because he was such a disastrous president. Hmm. Walsey says, uh, I was sometimes bitten by chiggers as a kid. 
picking blackberries. Seriously. <laughs> well, uh, I've, we I, have I've, in Missouri. Yeah. I'll have to keep an eye out for chiggers. And we are, uh, we're good. Uh, so we will call it a show unless you got anything more to say. Nope, I'll show everybody my giant stomach. That's why you tune in on Wednesdays, although you're showing it on Sundays I now, too. On Sundays so, now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Sunday to break everything down, of course, including George Floyd's coronavirus diagnosis or confirmation is positive. Can't wait to see the details on that. And just, uh, of course, all the scenes that I was mentioning where you have white people kneeling before their black superiors to confess their flaws and faults <laughs> and whatever else. It's just a crazy week of news. So I'm sure everything will change by now or by then anyway. We'll yeah. see you then. Bye, guys.